Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Step and Community Podcast. This is the weekly podcast of the Step and Community members, where each and every week we have some regular co-hosts and we feature a special guest from somewhere different around the world. This week we are very fortunate to have the one and only Armandi, which is going to be so much fun because this dude is an absolute what? rock star and does does some of the coolest things in the world. And I cannot wait to to show you guys some of the tricks and fun things that we have in store for you. Let's go around the room quickly and say hi to everybody. Uh, as always, we will start the podcast off with an interview of Armandi and learn a little bit more about him and his background. We've got a whole list of hot topics we're going to talk about this week. Uh, all the Twitter spaces that are popping up amongst the community. Uh, the step in announcing we've hit 4.72 million registered users for our one year anniversary. We've got best running friends forever challenge going on this week. The Strava challenge hit over 200,000 users. We've got some cool new stuff going on with our GMT progress bar, with Gigaspace, with changes on the roadmap, and all kinds of other stuff. And then, of course, as always, we will open it up at the end of the podcast for live Q&A from everybody in the community. We are live today on both Twitch and Twitter, so feel free to get those live questions in at the end, and we can bring them up live on screen and answer them. But before any of that, going around the room, starting in the top left corner, I see K10. How's it going, K? Great. How are you, James? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm glad to be here. We also have a special theme of the week, so we'll introduce that once we go around the room, and, uh, and and maybe we can hear about that. For those not paying attention, there has been a QR code popping up in the type, top right-hand corner of our uh, of our announcement each week that can give you a hint of the theme in case you want to play along at home. In the top middle, I see Shan. What's going on, Shan? James, pleasure as always. <laughs> I love that you're here. I love that it's the middle of the night. And you were just doing a six-hour Twitter space in order to keep the thing live. We'll be talking about it. The, the Twitter spaces of the community are absolutely blowing up. Um, there's a, 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 a force to kind of push a Twitter space that can get handed off over 24 hours in a stretch. Maybe over 30 hours. Who knows? Uh, Shan was helping out with that. And so if you are currently live listening to the Twitter space and watching us at the same time, thank you. We're glad that you're here. Top right-hand corner, I see Beth. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. I'm tired. I, are you? I couldn't. I couldn't stand the space as long as K10 or Shan. <laughs> Can happen that way sometimes. I, I think K10 probably has the record amongst us. I, she went what 11 hours of that 20-hour space, K10. I think she oh, went wow. longer yesterday. That's true streamer hours, like video game streamers. That's what we do. <laughs> it's like we routinely stream 10 plus hours a day, but you almost have to like build that muscle to be able to do that. That that takes that takes real dedication. Down Go in the it. bottom left-hand corner, a special guest I've been wanting to get on this podcast for weeks and weeks and weeks. You will frequently see his stuff all over social media, all over Twitter, now all over TikTok, and all over, so it looks like Snapchat too now, Armandi, stretching out, Mr. Yeah, Armandi. Yeah. He's got the bell, I love it. Your mic's <laughs> condensing it and taking it out. That's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic is too high quality, sir. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. Ding. Hello, thank you. Yep. It's Before... a pleasure. That sound is to balance the energy, right? I like it. Just to to get all the mood of this. Hello, guys. It's a pleasure being with you. And you're just going to say something. Months ago, I visualized being in here. So today, that visualization that I did just became a reality. So 
That's such an honor that, that, that our little podcast is one of your life guys. goals because we're, 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 we're so insignificant in the grand scheme of things for you to visualize wanting to be on here. We would have let you on at any time, man. <laughs> there, there, there is no small goal. There is no small goal in life. Actually, we should be doing small goals every day, right? And, and once that you do these small goals, you can just move ahead into the next ones. And then you're going to see that small goals create a big great goal at the end of your life so that's my view of life i love it i love it thank right. you sir you guys you guys want to do the armandi interview and then we can do our theme or should we go around the room and do the theme first let's do the theme first so we can drink it theme f i i like that plan that works good <laughs> who wants to go you guys ready i can go first if you want me to start so the theme of this week last week we had bloody mary theme of this week is our favorite beer being that it's early in the States, I went with a breakfast stout. This is a Founders Brewing breakfast a stout, breakfast a double stout. chocolate coffee oatmeal stout. This is one of my nice. favorite breweries. Uh, the oh. KBS that Founders makes is amazing. This is a really, really good one. This one's oftentimes more easy to find. I even have my Founders bottle opener to open it. Uh, I'll be drinking the, the Founders chocolate oatmeal breakfast stout. Okay, and with no coordination whatsoever, oh, no. my favorite beer is also from the Founders Brewery. Uh, it's called the All Day IPA, and uh, I'm a big fan of IPAs, but it is early in the morning, and uh, it's called IPA All Day IPA because it's a session ale, so it's actually pretty low in alcohol content for an IPA. It's only 4.7%, um, but yeah, love my Founders. I've had that oatmeal stop before. Uh, it's actually uh, yeah, one of my favorites, too. Excellent. That baby on the label is pretty disgusting, but whatever. It's different, it right? Good. It's probably easy to in the box. My basic bitch, glittery koozie, representing my alma mater, the University <laughs> of Texas. I love it. I'm going to save my sip until everybody announces so we can all sip together. James, wait, what's crazier? James, the how, baby how will on you that? describe your beer? How will you describe your beer, like the taste? The one that you're having right now. Which one? Oh, me? Or, um, okay. Yeah, who? Yeah. James, James. Me? This, 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 this is like yeah. a uh, a chocolate milkshake. It, it's it's really good. Wow. It's thick. It's Amazing. ice cold. It's um. I don't want to sip it because I want us to all sip together. But it it it's really 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 good. Yeah. The building emphasis on that one, James. Sounds good. Um, I won't lie. I actually went out and brought special beers for this podcast, but I because it is Saturday, I may have drunk them before like this afternoon. So now I'm, the only thing that was left in my fridge is a Heineken. So yeah, that happened. Yeah, that. Heineken. The man know, lives in Australia like, and he's drinking a German on, Heineken. Dude. I know. So I love bad. It. I actually this is not I had some corona. goats, which is right? kind of like, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like our, our IPA kind of crafty beer. So, yeah. but that was delicious. Just, if you, yeah. if you drank a Foster's, would all your mates make fun of you? Actually, I don't even know where Foster's is from. Like VB or like Forex would be more Australian. Like yeah. Foster's, I think, is like an old school beer. I don't think they even do it anymore in Australia, but it's like Forex, Forex um, or VB or... Yeah. yeah what else? Is that's it? always been my Two impression for anybody that's ever asked is Foster's is the American version of an Australian beer. Kind of like American, like Taco Bell isn't real Mexican food, right? Foster's isn't a real Australian beer. So you would never drink Foster's in Australia. It's, it, it's like our amalgamation. I guess that's a kind word for it. <laughs> no doubt. Wait, that? what word did you say? Amalgamation? Is that a word? I don't know what that means. Oh. 
bump some stuff together. You take, you take a taco shell and you add in some cardboard meat and then maybe put some lettuce and onion and then put a little put a little hot sauce and you call it a Mexican taco, but it's not. It's it's the American amalgamation of what a Mexican taco would be like. Real authentic Mexican food is totally different. And if you ever get a chance to travel to where Kay is or out to California and get authentic Mexican cuisine, oh my God, it's amazing. So good. It has so much flavor. Or you know, Armand- I'm gonna give you a nice- I, I give you, James, a good idea. You travel to Mexico and try real Mexican food. I'm in. Right? Like, I'm in. Let's do it. I think that's a better idea. Better idea. <laughs> I like it. All you guys, like, all you guys, just go to Mexico City, and I'll take you to this uh, cuisine tour all around. How, how, like, like, like not to be political, <laughs> not to be political, but how safe is it for Americans to travel to Mexico City? Well, you know, it's safe if you don't just get into the dangerous places, right? It's just like if I go to New York and get straight into the Same Bronx thing. because I don't know it, yeah. right? Yeah, so every big city in America thing. has bad spots. And if you go and you go at the wrong time of day, you're in trouble. So it's, it's very similar then. So it is just, just, James, every day I walk at 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning by myself. I'm fine. Like that's everything cool, right? But if I get into the dangerous place, of course. Yep. Heard. 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 Beth, you're up. Yeah, but Armandi, I would not want to mess with you. Like you're not somebody yeah. that I would want to kidnap. <laughs> In the moment, he's ripped. Shredded. <laughs> I would kidnap. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a beer. <laughs> beer. Uh, it is an eight oh five. This is my this is my go to beer. Uh tastes like beer and um it's in like central california that's where the brewery is Very no, nice. not drink. you can you can drink if you want i just wanted to wait so we could all excellent cheers yeah i'm not an expert so usually when i drink something i'm like i like it or i don't like it those are my only categories i like it I i'm with you i'm with you about that yep. armandi <laughs> Not, not, not to, to give away okay, anything. So it's on a fast. I, not, I think you're what, like six to... days into a fast, Armandi, of a seven-day fast. I'm six days in. No, six days. Six days in. I'm, I'm gonna finish tomorrow, right? And as you guys see, I'm not dying. Like I'm not like low energy. I, I actually feel great. Like if you could touch my face, it will feel like a, like a, a baby's butt face like like all smooth like seriously now armandi how many seriously. baby's butts are you touching in order to know what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> okay so my favorite beer is guinness but i was not able to actually uh, get one but i'm going to show you this weird delicious beer that we have here in mexico it's a mango spicy flavor beer so here in Mexico, the, the spicy and sweet sour is uh, 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 spicy and sweet flavor is very common. I don't like spicy food. Like if it's too spicy, I don't like it at all. But sometimes, like for example, we eat fruit and we throw some uh, chili peppers or or but sweet, like sweet chili peppers, and this beer replicates that. I love it. I love it. Cheers, everybody. I'm not going to drink it. Thank you guys for Cheers. being here. I appreciate you all. Let's have a fun podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like mine's anti-climatic. You guys have so some awesome beers. Yum. <laughs> very, very good. Cool. Yeah.
So uh, back on schedule, we're going to do an interview with Mamandi. We're going to cover all the hot topics of the week. And then, of course, we got the Q&A we're going to open up to at the end. Let's start, Armandi, with, with, with like, uh, like wh- where are you from? Where do you live in the world? Where, have you ever moved around? Have you always lived where you're at now? No, no. I've done many, many things, and I've lived uh, everywhere. Like, okay, I'm from Mexico, Mexico City, right? But I, I, I moved to Vancouver, and in there, I, I lived seven years. Oh. Also, uh, I moved to Spain, to Madrid, and I lived there for a year. Actually, was I moved to, to Europe following a lost love that I had, but that didn't actually, we didn't have a match when I moved to Europe and I had to travel to Madrid and stay there for a year. I've lived like six months in the States in two periods and I've traveled all around like the world, right? I've been in Japan, I've been in Belgium, I've been in, in Amsterdam, I've been in Colombia, I've been in Peru, in many places in the states, of course, in Canada. So uh, I, I had like a pre, like my life. It's been fun because I've, I'm always looking to to grow and to learn new things. Uh, my first major was economics, and after finishing, when I was 23, uh, I've wor- I, I just survived six months working in an office job, like a nine to five job. I just survived six months, and I, I and I decided that that shit was not for me. That's why I moved to to Vancouver, uh, and there I did. I was a, 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 like I've done this washing, train washing, car washing, uh, uh, restaurant management, administration, construction, and all that stuff. It's funny because what took me to my right now I'm in my artist designer season. Right, I finished my. My third major, this time graphic design major on, on 2020. And the reason why I started studying graphic design was because I was in Vancouver uh, working in, as a construction. And with all the scraps, I was doing art pieces. And there was this point that I, 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 I thought, like, you know what? I like to do these things. Uh, I think I need more knowledge about it. I'm just going to study a new major, right? Uh, four, four and a half new major to understand how everything goes. And and that's what I'm here. Like right now, I've been doing all this design, art and stuff for more than seven years now. I love it, Armandi. I, I want you to be my best friend in life. I feel like you and I have such <laughs> different experiences, yet we're very similar people. I love to learn and I love to collect life experiences and I love to bounce around and like learn a new position and learn a new job and learn a new professional skill and learn a new hobby and learn a new new, new private skill and like I immerse myself in these things and, and I, I see some of that same stuff in you and and and, yeah. and I see it with like this excitement and enthusiasm where you're you're doing a crazy amount of stuff but I can tell you 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 do it because you love doing it which was so evident last night when you and I got to hang out and test some stuff that we'll be able to, to show here in a little while. Um, so much fun. Let's bounce around the room because I could hog you for three hours all to myself. Okay, you got any questions for Armandi? Uh, <clears throat> well, Armandi and I have chatted multiple times in two tell. Of uh, <laughs> and, you know, we, um, well, I'm, I'm going to spare you the beard lecture because he certainly heard it. Uh, we, uh, we've talked about what dreams, goals, and I'll say that, um, Armandi, if you had one piece of advice for, and I call him Shamandi, 
because he's like a shaman. Uh, he'll come on your space, infuse it with positive energy, joy, and wisdom. And, uh, and he's so passionate, you can hear it in his voice, and he wants to help you. Uh, and he'll, he'll be like, Gaten, you have to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, your subconscious is telling you something. And uh, so if you had one piece of advice just in, for, in life to give to people, what, what would you give? What would you say? You had like two sentences. I've, my favorite phrase, uh, if you look outside, you dream. But when you look inside, you awake. That's one of Carl Jung's uh, phrases, right? So that's my advice for you. Everything is just in within. And, and for example, people that we are surrounding is just or within expressing itself and, and bringing that reality. That's, that's what I told you guys. I visualized being here months ago when I, I even didn't even have a voice in here. Like, like nobody knew me on Steppen, but I was like, you know what? I want to be in this podcast. And, and now I'm here, right? So that's, that's it because everything starts from within. And if you, if you complain about the outside, you're just playing a victim role. You, you're just taking your power of, of, of the outside things that you're experiencing, but actually those out, outside things are your expression of your within. And understanding that, it will make you shift uh, your consciousness. And what you were saying, James, starting over is one of the hardest things that we could do in life. People don't like to start over, but sometimes you need to sacrifice your past to create a new reality in the future. Don't cry, K10. I see you. You're just like that a tear. <laughs> I, I feel like it, it, it's harder when you're in the previous thing to get over the hurdle in your mind of starting something new. But as soon as you start the something new, for a lot of people, I think that's the most exciting time in your life. To be going down a new path and living a new experience and, and learning something new, trying something new, be it a hobby, be it, be it, be it something new like stepping, embracing the community, learning a new skill, learning a new whatever. But what you said that really resonated with me the most was looking inside yourself. I'll make you a deal, Armandi. We'll, we'll come to Mexico City and hang out, but but I, I absolutely want to find a really good place to have an ayahuasca experience. And I think that would be amazing down in Mexico oh, to, to do. My friend, just, just like my, the only suggestion that I could give you about ayahuasca is like, people just take it very lightly. And it is not like for me, in my own experience, the, the, the time, because I've done ayahuasca, and the time that I did it was when I, like, I didn't have any other exit. It was back in 2012. It was my first rock bottom, the first rock bottom that I can say, like, I lost health, I lost uh, love, and I lost money. Like, I was, like, serious, just living in this room with uh, some some mattress uh, dropping to the floor, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't have any, like, I, I could not find any answer what was happen happening to me. I felt sick, but but it was not like, I, I went to the doctor, but it, nothing was wrong, but I didn't know what happened to me. And, and without any exit, I tried that, but I could tell you, doing ayahuasca is like, you need to be ready because you may sacrifice something that you didn't want to sacrifice. 
So my advice is just not take it slightly. slightly. Yeah. If you're going to do it, if it is because uh, you cannot find other way to change yourself around in life. If you can do it by yourself, uh, don't do it. That's fair. That's fair. I, everybody that I have talked to one-on-one -on -one that's, that's, that's done that, and, and to be fair, there's a big difference between going to a shaman and doing an ayahuasca ceremony versus like taking DMT or taking something in a, in a form that you don't actually know what the ingredients are. Right. And so doing the actual plant and, but it, it's majorly impacted their life, changed who they are as a person. And, and it's all about looking internally. And so when you said that phrase, that's the thing that kind of popped in my mind was, um, you know, and, and I think for a lot of people that are struggling with PTSD and addiction and, and certain things like, like that could be a, a big help to them. And they're doing some major clinical trials, Harvard and some of the, the biggest institutions in the world about the effects of some of these psychedelics, that one included, um, and the, the benefit that it could have to kind of opening us up to the world being more connected than we appreciate, and that this is one big community, and, um, and, and maybe uh, sending off some of the rough edges for, for people that, uh, that have a hard time connecting as well as they want, which is, which is interesting to me, but we could, That's right. we could do seven hours on just that. <laughs> Yeah, do you know how I see that? The thing, ayahuasca is DMT, right? Like, it's one of the nature's way, like, the main component of ayahuasca is DMT. And DMT, you like, the, the body secretes DMT naturally. The pineal gland in your brain, you, right? Looks like a little pine born, cone. Yeah. Yeah, but when, you, when you're born, when you're dreaming, and when you die. So the way I see ayahuasca is just like a simulation of, of you dying. So if, if just imagine yourself dying right now, what thoughts will come into your mind? Like, what will you regret? Like, like when you say goodbye to all these things, of yeah. course you're like, oh my God, I just regret not saying, uh, 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 I'm sorry to my dad or talking to my mother or all these things. I see it like that as a simulation of dying. And that's why it's a very life-changing experience. How do I see that? Let me see that. Let's get back on track. I apologize, but but uh, wow, it's fascinating to me. <laughs> Shan, you're up. That was a lot. I'm, I'm I love you like as a person, like because it's one thing to go through these experiences. It's another thing to take this like that mental approach away from it. Um, and it says a lot about you as an individual because you've taken a lot away from the hard that you've gone through. Um, mine's more to do with the AR. I want to ask you about that because you kind of taught me between AR and VR, like obviously augmented reality virtuality like i never knew the differences and what you've been able to do um, anyone in the step in universe has seen what you've been able to do and i i feel like it's only the start for you um you know, do you have a plan long term for this what you're doing do you hope to advance yourself in that kind of that that area and also i want to know about um Halloween's coming up at the end of the month do you have any plans maybe for the step in world or you know in that kind of aspect many plans Many plans, man. I'm already working on those. Like, I, I'm already like posting AR masks. Oh, <laughs> sorry, didn't mean to distract. I'm already posting. <laughs> I'm gonna do AR mask, right? Like, I'm doing it for sure. And and you know what? Uh, okay, so that's the reason when I start studying graphic design, uh, I was able to to see the to see first 360 photos. Uh, through a, a, a very basic, like Google, Google, Google Cardboard, right? Uh, those like 360 photos through a Google Cardboard, 
that you were able just to put your phone here and just move around in this 360 picture. And the first time that I did it, it just blew my mind. You know why? Because for a, a second, for a split second, I felt I was there. Like even with the low resolution, with the crappy resolution and everything, I just felt for a second that I was just there. So that totally impressed my mind. And I was like, you know what? This is the future. And that's why I started uh, studying 360 photos, uh, doing virtual tours, uh, AR technology and VR technology. And, and I've been studying that for almost five years. And in here in Mexico, nobody understands what I'm doing. Like, like nobody understands because Mexico, like people here, they have like a 10, 10 years um they're behind in technology like 10 years, right? Uh, of course, we have phones and stuff like that, but things like crypto and all this stuff, it's, to, it's, it's very new for people and they don't understand it and they don't want to put the effort to understand the things. But when I start, when, when I saw that, I was like, this is the future. I need to start learning about it five years ago. And up until now, I'm able to share this knowledge to the community, right? But for me, but but everything goes like for me. Life is going like step by step. It's taking me to to my plan, uh, and the next part is of course the the union of this technology and NFTs. Because as soon as we start getting these AR VR hybrid glasses, all digital assets will become like real things that we will uh, interchange sell and stuff like that so the technology of crypto and nfts goes super well with ar uh, digital arts and pieces because you know is is the way we're giving value to these digital assets but as soon as people start going mainstream into this uh, the market is just going to explode and the way we see reality is going to change Russian. And that, that's we can it. still hear him. We can still hear him. Yeah. Yep. That's Beth, you're up. Okay. Great answer, Armandi. I love you. Who is mine? Shan's like, I got my answers. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm dipping. You materialized is what happened. He just went um, to the plane. <laughs> uh, my question is about your running group. Um, you've posted my, videos. My what? Your, the my running what? group. Your running group? Okay. Um, you've posted some videos of like older, older oh. people who have been running. Um, and I want to know like how you got to know them and just kind of like who they are and, and how large the group is and everything, everything about them. Okay. So the way I met them was of course running at 4am in the, in the morning. That's why I called them the 4am running club. So <laughs> what I've noticed was that, okay, for me, one of the, best therapies in my life the real therapy that took me up from my 2012 uh, rock bottom and my 2020 rock bottom was running i already know when i start to feel feeling depressed because you know life life it's cycles right like we cannot stay just always on top life you're gonna be sometimes good but sometimes you're gonna be, you're gonna feel crap and shitty and depressed, right? So I know every time that I'm in this 
in this part, I know I have to exercise myself as much as I can. And that's why I did start running very early in the morning, because also early in the morning, you is like a meditation because it's pretty much yourself and your mind running and thinking and processing all these thoughts. So when I start doing, well, when I start running at 4 a.m. in the morning, I saw all these old guys doing it. But at the beginning, you just say, hey, good morning, and whatever. Like, that's one of the things. Imagine just saying to 10, 12 people before, even be, before 5 a.m. In, in the morning, you already said good morning like 20 times. Like, don't you think that's a gr great way to program your mind? I think it's great, right? So all these people, like, you saw them 60 years, 75 years, uh, even there was this guy, 80, 80 years old guy, and and they were very constant in there, like five days, three days a week, four days a week, but at 4 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. in the morning. So, of course, when you start seeing them constantly, you start to create, like, a friendship with them. And, and more like that, every time that I, that I meet someone that I admire, of course, I feel a little bit jealous, but you know what? Jealousy, it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous emotion if you don't understand it and if you don't use it. If you let it uh, go through your veins, jealousy will actually make you try to destroy the, the person that makes, uh, that's uh, creating that emotion. But when you use jealousy the right way, you, 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 what you do is like, oh my God, I want to be like him. Like, I want to be 60 years old and be running like him. I want to be 70 with that quality of life. And, and then I transform those jealousies feeling and transform that person into like my little heroes. Like I have many small heroes that, okay, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. I want to be like him. And, and every time that I do something, I just uh, picture in my mind those small role models that I have to, to keep me going. I feel you like have an incredible vision. Yeah. Yep. I feel like at the end of this well, podcast, everybody's going to want to be you, Armandi. They're going to try and figure out how to add <laughs> the end, a little like bit right more. Yeah. <laughs> how to add a little bit more Armandi to their life. Like, like your... Your, your, your vision, the way you look at things, the way that you process things, your, your enthusiasm for life, your, your willingness to like go out and, and do new things. Like all of it is, is, uh, you're, you're, you're a special human being. I feel like you're the kind of person that if I could, could go on a camping trip and sit around a bonfire, we would stay up all night, um, talking about all kinds of stuff and, and have an absolute blast doing it. Um, I want to hear about books. Every time I ever hear you pop into a, a Twitter space anywhere, you always have a book, a recommendation, a something that you're reading, that you've read, that you recommend. Um, I feel like 60% of the stuff you've recommended, I've already read and I completely agree. And the other 40% I've ordered on Amazon and I'm just waiting to read it and I just don't have enough time in the day and I wanna get to all of them. Is, is, there, is there a book you're reading right now? Um, we need the Step in Book Club, the Armandi Book Club. <laughs> Is there a book you're, you're reading right now that you would recommend to chat uh, to, to, to go grab and why? Okay, just let me check it out here in my books. The one that I will actually recommend all you guys, first, it will be this one. 
Let me point out how cool it is that your webcam <laughs> is panning like as you move around the room automatically. So, so first, the loss of human nature by Robert Greene. This book will actually show you guys uh, many things about understanding. You know, we, we live in a crypto world, in a, in a fear-based, greed-based world. So understanding how human behave in these emotions is very interesting about it. And the other book that I would love to recommend you is... I got it just over there, but it's called, just one second. I love this. I love that the camera's like, come back. <laughs> Can we just make Armandia co-host and have him on every week, Beth, please? Please? <laughs> I can. Reality. This reality by Kings, Pink, Kings, uh, uh, Peter Kingsley. Reality. This book, this book actually explains you why everything that you thought it's real everything doesn't matter if you think about it it's real so that book explains you all about that in that way we can start understanding why your thoughts are so important in life but also understanding that it's impossible not to have bad thoughts like it's part of life is dealing with our, our negative side like you see all this, like uh, a cool guy, Armandy, but of course I got my demons and, and, uh, and I struggled with my demons. I had to fight against them. I had to, to pretty much uh, learn how to deal with the demons, to integrate it into my own self, to create a, a better person. Your demons are great tools if you use them and not let them use you that's that's the problem usually we we let ourselves being used by our demons but the one who has to be in charge like for example if i'm gonna like get drunk it that's a demon that wants to get drunk right there's a difference no judgment here armandy <laughs> no no judgment we're not judgment the difference is just like the difference like i'm i allowing the demon to get drunk because it's part of life, is part of, of balance, or he's controlling me, right? And that's it. So well said. I, I personally have found that the most interesting people that I've met in this world that I can have conversations with and learn the most from are the ones that have had struggles in life and had, have had to live through things and have learned from those life experiences. And um, that's not to say if your life's been easy and you've never had any struggle that you're boring, but maybe maybe a little bit, right? <laughs> but, but you know what? Sometimes you need to put yourself to, through a struggle. I I, 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 I I don't know where I, I think I told I told um, oh, okay. So Marcus Aurelius says that sometimes people confuse pleasure with the good and and pain with the bad. But sometimes pleasure can destroy you and pain can make you grow, right? Yeah. So sometimes, like like my life is not like I've been, I was, I, I was grown poor and stuff like that. I had like a, not, not a bad life, but the one who put itself through all these challenges was myself. I'm always one of those people that like to get like, for example, right now, seven day fast. Like nobody is actually forcing me to do it by myself. 
I like to put myself through these challenges instead of life put putting them to me. Because if you don't if you don't grow by yourself, life will push push you to do it. And that's the thing. You're so wise and, and you've you said that so well. I think that within the Steppen community, a lot of what we see and we look up to and we respect are those that create challenges for themselves like Everett doing a hundred mile run, right? Like, like, you know, pushing to try to do 20 energy a day, uh, yeah. doing your first half marathon, doing your first marathon. The reality is these things are struggles. This is not easy to do a marathon. It's not it easy not. to do a hundred miles. It's not easy to, to do what Shan's done in his life and, and what he's experienced and what he's yeah. learned from it. And, and some of these things, like you can have a hobby, a life experience, uh, a sport, uh, a step and goal, be a struggle and that struggle can bring so much value to your life and i think that's a it's a very wise thing to to learn at an early age and hopefully celebrate throughout your entire life i do see it with sean like for example one of the hardest things that we can ever do is changing ourselves right like changing your like how many kilograms did you lose sean how many kilograms like that's a, uh, no, that's an accomplishment no it's more right? than like what you're it's, talking, it's, talking about. It's the it's the mental growth side of things, and that's why I think I relate to you so much. Is because you talk so much about like the growth you have within your head, and like allowing yourself to go through those processes to understand yourself a different way than you used to. That's that for me. That's been the biggest weight that's been lifted. As much as I've lost physical weight, going through that process in my head, what you talk about resonates with me because you do talk a lot about that, and it really yeah, it's a nerve for me. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I love that. It is, it is, and and it, and it, you can see it. Like you, you can see people who has like because there's two ty types of pain, right? Pain that you will feel and not learn about it. Just loop again and again and not learning, and you just feel pain, but you're just wasting that energy. And then there's this pain that makes you grow. Like for example, in your case, right? You had two options just to to change your mind and then you will change your body or you could just uh, you know do a surgical pr procedure take all, out all that uh, weight but you know what if you have not changed your mind uh, that won't help you i feel like i want to make another lap we got enough questions i, I want to know what armandi's first sneaker was i want to know what drew him to step in i want to know so many more things Let's go around the room one more time before we move on to hot topics. Hey, Ten, what you got? Okay, well, I'm trying to think of something because I want to hear a little bit more about maybe the frivolous side of, of Armandi. So I would say, okay, like what is something, like something silly about yourself or something like whimsical or something uh, that you do that, is kind of strange that you might think that make would make us laugh or would we would enjoy. <laughs> I sound okay. awful weird. I, I, I am not a fun guy. I, not at all. I'm you're not a fun guy? You're, you're not a mushroom? Magic I, mushroom? Same <laughs> dad joke alert. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about ayahuasca. It all, it all, it all, it's interconnected. Sorry. It says more, my, my pee pee says a mushroom. Let's just <laughs> <the animal. laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Okay, well, 
Well, that's a fun fact. Best quote um, ever. Wait, yeah, so, that, yeah, that counts. Is that counts. No, you know what? I, I'm a geek. I'm geek as well. Like I like to. I like anime, for example, uh, uh, video games. Like I'm a simple guy, right? Like, uh, and and I just enjoy the simple lives of things. I try just to to live life and experience new things and and open to the world. That's why I love to talk with all you guys. Like I seriously, I just feel like talking with my like you're like my international friends, and 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 I think I get a better connection with international friends. Like seriously. What's your favorite video game? was my favorite and it was the only addiction that i i will admit i have we could probably guess our money we could probably go around the room and be like okay there's league of legends there's world of warcraft there's like there's some major addictions out there in gaming right i talked over you i know was world world of warcraft and this other game that it's not available anymore it, it it was a Heroes of New Earth. It was like a League of Legends type uh, game. Those two were my addictions. Right now, I play like once in a while, but but maybe like eight years ago, I was like addicted to those to those games. But you know, it's part. It's like I, I don't. I don't. It's part of life. Understanding that life experience, no doubt. And you're up. And I like to dance a lot. I like. To dance a lot. Just Dance Stream? I think there's Just Dance 2022. You can do it. Can you show us your best dance moves? I, 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 you know, I like in Tomorrowland, just dancing the three days straight. And I don't mind just drinking just one beer or water. And just like, the, I, I just love it. You're just going to find me sometimes in my apartment, just also singing karaoke by myself. So, I can't. We need a step in community karaoke night. How much fun would a step in community karaoke night be? I wouldn't mind. Totally. I have a song for Shan. A song? Which one? I've been waiting. I was just thinking he moved so well. I I look like a dad and I start doing like these things. I'm like, yeah, disco, disco. I know, I'm such a dad on the floor. I'm not even a dad. What music do you like, Sean? Music, yeah. Careful, oh, we have know. DMCA because um, we're putting it on all these platforms. If you play music, we can get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what I want to know <laughs> about you, Armani, um, because obviously you don't get to the point you are mentally without going through some stuff, and I, I think I want to, I want to know more about that because obviously, does, is there any moments through your life that stand out as like a really challenging point that you, that you wouldn't mind sharing with us to kind of give us a better understanding of where you've come from? And why you are so wise and like self-aware these days? Well, I've studied economics. I've studied graphic design. But my my passion since the first book that I actually loved reading, the, the book that took me took me to travel to Vancouver was uh, Paulo Coelho, The Alchemist. Alchemist is an I amazing book. I still feel book. in so this good. moment. This moment, I still feel I'm living that story. Like right now, I, 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 there's, I can relate with that story, right? But the, the moments that made me grow as a person was the rock bottoms that I had. And the two main rock bottoms that I had 
was back in 2012, when I, got, when I told you guys, I didn't know what was wrong with me. But and I and I was in a relationship with this this girl. She was a pretty good girl, and I've lived with her like almost five years and a half. But I was not happy, uh, and I didn't know why. And there was this point that made me change my mind because if I I was not happy, and it made me aware that she deserved to be happy, but I didn't know how to change myself. So I had to let go of that relationship, and that really was very painful to me because at the end, it's just destroying something beautiful because you don't know how to not do it. It's, it's, it's actually it's worse than just destroying it unconsciously. Like destroying something consciously is worse because this wisdom says that uh, if you knew that something is bad, it's twice as bad, right? So, so that was the first change. And then the second one was the pandemic because I've lived with my ex-wife and, and I was not, not strong. I was not strong enough to deal with my ex-wife uh, problems because she, she had a very hard life, right? And, and even that I had to let go of that relationship because it was actually hurting me being all like in like, it was in the pandemic, it was just me and her, right? And it was affecting my mind. And I noticed that my mind, like, like I didn't have troubles with her, but she had many troubles with, with her family, stuff like that. And that stuff was affecting me. And let it, letting go that, that, it really hurt me, but also teach me that, that I had to be stronger. Even that I'm, I've been this guy that like knowledge, and that story, all this stuff, sometimes life puts you to the test to see if you're that strong. And, and I was not that strong at all. And, and I really, it really marked my, my, my way of seeing life. It really told me that I had to actually train and confront my own demons and become a stronger person. And those are the two things that just change my mind and I don't see it as something bad. I see it, I see the suffering, the pain that I had as, as a way to grow and be a better person. And now like I'm able to actually talk with all you guys and share all this stuff with you guys. And, and it's my honor because at least I know that everything that I've done is it's, it, it's for a reason, right? There's a huge difference in this world between IQ and emotional intelligence, EQ. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, Armandi, the things that you come through in life, have you have one of the highest EQs of anybody I've ever spoken with. Like the way that you described you not being strong enough for that relationship and dealing with that, probably one of the most wise ways I've ever heard somebody describe a relationship that didn't work out. Most people can't get to that point in their mind where they're willing to do that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a special thing. It's a very cool, very cool thing. Beth, you're up. And uh, you know, you know what, my friend, I'm grateful. Like I, I'm grateful for that, that relationship for the good and, and for the bad and, and everything. Right. It's yeah. just like, as I told you, I don't play the victim game, yep. everything. I'm responsible of it. And if something didn't work out, 
it's my responsibility to understand them and move to the next step to wh whatever is next, right? Yeah, I, I think that that's that's like the definition of emotional intelligence in my mind. The people that get caught up in, you know, I'm disadvantaged. I, I've I've been wronged. Um, these people did all these bad things to me. They get so stuck in that that they're not able to progress and move on and achieve. Mm -hmm. And if you could look internally the way that you have and say, hey, I wasn't strong enough to handle that situation and you're not resentful of it, it allows you to learn what you're supposed to learn from that and then move on and continue to be successful. I think there's so many people in this world that get stuck and they can't move on to the next thing. That's um, very, very wise, sir. Very wise. And, and you know what? It doesn't matter if it's still hurt. Like, for example, me talking right now, I could just cry. Like, right now, I'm just feeling like crying, right? But it's not something bad. It's just part of life. And and that feeling, actually, it's it's a good thing because that means I, it was important for me. And every time that I get that feeling, it just reminds me that it, I need to be better. 100%. Beth? Um. Armandi, you are amazing. I think that you are so amazing. And it's funny that you're talking about this because Shan was talking for me last night, right, on the Twitter space um, about that kind of that same mindset. And I think that's so incredible and that a lot of people need to hear about not only the struggles, but how people are like getting out of those struggles or the mindset that they have for that. Um, so that is absolutely incredible. Um, I want to know what your vision is for your future. Like just looking forward, looking ahead, what plans you have for AR, what plans you have with Step In, what plans you have for your like own personal life. I, I'm growing. I have a 10-year plan. I cannot tell you my 10-year plan because <laughs> it's my plan. It's my dream. It's a 10-year plan, right? Uh, where I have a goal that I want to accomplish at my 50s. Like from right now that I'm 42 to my 50s, I want to accomplish something. And that plan, I don't know how I'm going to accomplish it. I just, I'm focused on it. And I feel, have you guys seen the movie Slur Slurm Dog Millionaire? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like that. And with a step in, like, I feel like that because... For me, a stepping is just a stepping stone that I needed. Why? First, because I got used, because I'm an economist and I got involved in crypto, because I'm a graphic designer and I know augmented reality and virtual reality, and I'm very interested in NFTs. And because I've been running for almost 10 years and I love running, I love exercising, and I love spreading positive work. So for me, stepping is just. Uh, is is just that it's just like I feel like I was built for it. Like like there's no thing that I don't like stepping and me is just pretty much I feel like I we're the same. Like I, I was built to get here being involved and and that's why being like when you got like this week right when I became an, an ambassador was one of the other small stepping stones that I I I, I visualize right so so everything for me is, is as i told you is not going as planned because life is not a set up plan but when you see it back you see that there's an order about things 
and and that's how I see all this stuff. I I see augmented reality, step and crypto, everything is part of what it's gonna make me accomplish my ten year plan. Even if step and don't succeed, it's going to be a great lesson for me. Another stepping stone. It's another life experience. It's another another way to grow and learn. No doubt. Very cool. Last last question for the Amandi section because we're like an hour in already, and I feel like yeah. we do three hours. I'm just Armandi. I want to know how you found Stepin at first. What was your first sneaker like? When when you started, what what's what's the Stepin experience been like? Obviously, we're aware of like the community side of us. Tell us more the nuts and bolts about like how you found the project and what was the first sneaker you got. I'm gonna show you my first sneaker because I already <laughs> I, I I have it, of course. Yeah. It's hard to <laughs> let go me, of that first one, me, isn't symbols, it? It is. It is yeah. symbols are and also it's a symbol like symbols create reality. Like people people don't understand when I, I so many people don't understand what I mean when I say that symbols create reality, but they literally create the human reality that we experience. And that's why uh, companies pay so much uh, for logos and for images and for all that stuff. Because as a human being, we don't live in an objective reality. We live in a symbolic reality. And that symbolic reality is more, more important than the objective reality. And if, not, if you don't believe it, it's just like people can kill themselves for a paper like for a paper that it's called money right yeah. it's just a symbol but they will kill themselves they overwrite millions of years of evolution for a symbol right so keeping these symbols like for example keeping my first sneaker a very bad sneaker i'm just gonna show you that very my of course everybody, the best. who who picked a bad sneaker walker what was yours what was your first bad sneaker? I got a I got a a level five walker that um, honestly had pretty good gem slots, just a common walker, and I used it for forever and kept it for forever, and and it, it served me well. But had I researched a little more, I would probably would have gone jogger or trainer or something that would allow me to go to higher speed. No? I know it's just like okay, so this is my first my first sneaker. Three resilient sockets, right? <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> three three resilient sockets. Uh, I the first time that I saw uh, the project was uh, thanks to Binance because they they were announcing a GMT launchpad. Yeah. So so I was able to receive uh, 100 GMTs through the launchpad uh, application. And then after that, I was able to buy uh, GMT when when GMT was I don't remember if, if it was when when it was 0 0.01 or or when it was 0 0.1, but I was able to buy uh, GMT like that. And then I experienced the whole you know the whole up to like every day like crypto has made me have in few months like maybe four. Uh, Rock, uh, rock bottoms, right? Or or how Mystic called them, uh, dark nights of the soul. Like crypto is just like, 
like this in few months, like you're just like, holy, holy shit, how I'm going to survive. So, so true. So, so when I saw, I saw it, I was like, okay, NFTs running. I run. Okay. I made all this money with GMT. As I told you, I'm always thinking to giving back, right? So I was like, okay. So I made this money with GMT. I'm going to get back to the project. And that's how I decided to buy my first sneaker. But of course, I'm not gonna, I, I was not going to be happy with just one sneaker. I had to go all the damn way, like all the overinvestment, right? Uh, because I'm a, tool, I'm a tool guy as well. I'm always looking to improve everything like my workflow i'm always looking for the latest for the better for whatever right so so that's how i got into into stepping my i think one of the my worst over investment was a, a rare runner that i bought on solana for 240 solanas when solana was 100 bucks right <laughs> Well, okay, and on BNB also, like BNB also was part of the, but then that's where I changed my mind. When I saw all this fall, I was like, you know what? It's time to, to switch it from Arma the greedy Armandi. It's time to switch it to the creator Armandi, right? So, so in this moment is where I am like right now. That's why you guys saw me like exploding with all the creativity because balancing energy, it is just, is part of the show. When you accumulate all this energy, you need to, to use it. Otherwise it will destroy you. So to deal with all this falling, with all these uh, losses and everything, I changed my mind into creative mode to balance it out and to become part of the real to create the reality with what I do because Discord, like a few months ago, I remember just reading Discord and I felt like depressed. Like, yeah. seriously, I was yeah. like, okay, I, I just gonna kill myself. Yeah, rough. You know, the, the, the one thought I had as you were describing that, and so well said, was that if we're advocating for having challenges in life. And, and the growth that can come from hitting rock bottom on things, investing in NFTs in a bear market, you're going to hit a lot of rock bottoms. And you're going to have a lot of challenges. And just think of the personal growth that can come from. <laughs> you better, you better, you better find this. You, you make sense of it. You, you, that's the same way. Like, seriously, like, pay, like there is this uh, psychologist, uh, his name is. I don't remember the name of this psychologist, but he was in these concentration camps. And in one of his books, he, he says that the problem with suffering is that suffering is meaningless if you don't find a meaning of that suffering. Doesn't matter what type of suffering. If you're suffering something, it's, it's your, your, your task and your work to find a meaning in that way you will actually outgrow that suffering. So that's that that's it, right? And now I'm I have the honor to talk with all you guys to I'm not reading the chat because 
It's just I need to turn <laughs> my head all the way it's so here. much, brother, but to keep track. It's my honor. I'm reading Twitter chat. I'm reading Twitch chat. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're doing good. You got this, man. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I, and also, you have like five uh, monitors. Five monitors, two PCs. Every, my setup's like, nuts. <laughs> you're a beast, man. You're, you are to be a fair, beast. You to be fair, I've, I've, got, I've got six I monitors like, because I've got my, uh, what is that? <laughs> That's not good. I've got six monitors because I got I got set up on my uh, on my phone too in order to be able to to, to interact with this. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. it unique for today. Yeah, we well I I have then I have five monitors. I have monitors. There you go. See, you're right there with phone. me. Right there with me. I love it. You guys ready to dig into <laughs> hot topics? All right, let's do it. So let's we got go to the hot topic. We got uh, Twitter Spaces exploding in the community. Shan just came off of one. Four point seven two million registered users for the step in one year anniversary we've got best running friends forever that it could apply to this podcast and a lot of things the communities do right the strava challenges now at over two hundred thousand interests uh entrants for this week for the step in strava challenge and we've now opened it up on social media and we're broadcasting everywhere so who knows what that number goes to we've got the 0.8.6 update of step in included the ability to uh, add things to the marketplace using an email verification code in addition to 2FA. I've not heard that mentioned anywhere else, but I think it's going to be useful for a lot of people. The GMT bar is now at 99.72%. We can go through our predictions of when we think GMT earning will launch. Gigaspace was announced this week. This is one of these metaverse projects like a uh, Portals or Sandbox or so many. And uh, Steppen has a big old 24 by 24 space within the metaverse for Steppen City. Um, I've joined their Discord. I've been interacting with their uh, their team. Like the thought of having a avatar in Steppen City with Steppen sneakers interacting in Gigaspace the way that we are in Portals and Sandbox and these others um, sounds very cool. We can talk about that. And there were some recent roadmap changes, right? That happened after the monthly town hall. A lot of feedback came in from the community about the content of the monthly town hall and what the community felt about what they heard and what they what they didn't hear that maybe they wanted to hear. And the changes that happened to the roadmap after the monthly town hall that weren't addressed. Um, and we can go into some details. We've got multiple ambassadors uh, here, four ambassadors here, that um, we have interacted with the team since then. Uh, and we have heard from the team that they hear the community and uh, and they're reacting to it and they appreciate it. And then we get K10 to tell us how it really is, which is which is one of my favorite places to, to, to be on this podcast. Really where nice. We get the authenticity of a community member that's like, you guys are full of shit. Like, like that. No, uh-uh. This, come on. Wake up. Wake up over here. Pay attention. And I love it. So we're going to bounce around the room. Um, I would love to go first. I never, get, I, I never go first. Does somebody have yeah. one that they're dying to do? Or are you guys good with me going first? Go first. I want to dig into Twitter spaces I, I first. I have watched the community this week absolutely fucking explode with Twitter spaces. K10's doing Twitter spaces. Misha's doing Twitter spaces. Cozy. E-Money. I saw Jonathan Sawyer do one about scholarships. I saw Abe do one. Shan just got off one that was that, that's pushing as they're passing the host to try to make it go over 24 hours. Uh, it, it seems like not only the volume of different people that are doing their first Twitter space and doing following Twitter spaces and the community support that's coming into all these Twitter spaces, but also the viewership of some of these. Cozy had the one that had over 5,000 something views on it. So there's the, the mm. interest and in the people that want to hear about Steppen and Steppen strategies. There's the adjacent projects like the Sleepagachi and the others. And K10 really goes into like security and crypto and economics and so many things. And it feels like 
all of them have this base of the Steppen community supporting each other. We're the bulk of the viewership, but we're learning about these other projects and these other things. We're learning about Steppen strategies. We're learning about so much. And and I've, I've never seen anywhere where community has exploded as much as it is right now, both in number of Twitter spaces, number of viewers of the Twitter spaces, and then like max viewers of the Twitter spaces. The one that Cozy did, it, it gets more viewers than any other Twitter space that's out there in the Steppen world. And it was an impromptu last minute Steppen strategy session that like it was it was the the that everybody heard oh this is a good space you got to listen and they all listened in afterwards and got and got so many views i love that what do you guys think i know that you guys have all participated what do you think about what's going on from a grassroots effort in the step community right now with with, with twitter and twitter spaces oh i, I think I Kate like first yeah. get a hand up like a twitter space <laughs> like a twitter space um <laughs> or, yeah, cool at Hi. last me at last <laughs> and so um one thing so by the way i was on that uh this marathon abe chung uh i am not abe chung twitter space for 10 hours um and uh 10 hours it, yeah uh i handed off the torch at midnight last night my time so shan shan was on there for six right after the podcast <laughs> and uh so one of the things that came up during that 10 hour stretch was a point that I was starting to really grasp and we discussed it amongst us, which was how much talent and knowledge and skill we have within the community. So, uh, and it is really, this is a step, that was a step in Twitter space specifically, but we have people who do all kinds of things. So like, you know, we have Armandi with dropping, you know, wisdom bombs on us. We have like John Sawyer, who's a mortgage broker. He held a space just on buying your first home. Uh, And so, and you know, I was talking with Shan, I'm talking with different folks and it's like, you know, we should also branch out and share with each other. We have this common interest. A lot of us actually kind of know each other at this point from either the Discord or from spaces like this or from Twitter spaces also. So there's a level of trust that's being established uh, within our community as well. So you know that the person that is holding this Twitter space or is is not some charlatan who's out to, you know, rug you or, or scam you. And that's really important because trust is an extremely valuable commodity in, in the cryptoverse. Uh, it's very rare. It's, it's very the most rare. important part. Yeah, it is. But it's also you're very, very difficult to find. And I think that that's what Stepan is giving us. It is. And I think that it's a, an enormous opportunity for us to seize on not just, so basically moving further than, or farther, I should say, from just stepping strategies and into things like life strategies. So I saw in the chat, somebody say like, this is giving great mental health vibes. Well, everybody has something that they're good at, whether it's, you know, their personality or a skill set that they possess or even what they do in life. Uh, and we can share that uh, in Twitter spaces with each other. And so just take this, you know, idea of the, of web three, the metaverse into a complete direction of self-improvement and sharing global. Uh, so you can share with people in Japan or Mexico or, you know, France or, or wherever is insane. So you're not just getting, and this, and so, okay, I'm going to wrap this up because I don't want to talk for too long. But the idea that the metaverse, uh, this is the most real 
that I have ever seen the metaverse. To me, this is the metaverse, is being able to connect with all these people it around is. the globe and, and share and learn. And That's grow. the metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, but it's wild, right? Like, and as I said this too, you know, as a trained historian, there's not too much new under the sun that has happened. This happens to be one of those moments in human history that is unprecedented because is. the level of communication we can achieve with each other uh, now is is mind blowing. And so I'm so excited, but it's also scary. And there's a lot of bad stuff out there. So uh, I'm so excited to see where it goes. And and it's just insane to me that this like all started with a shoe JPEG. But you right? did. Oh, it did. You know, it totally did. I'm here for it. Who's Charmandi right? now? Now you're a you're a Charmandi as well. That's right. <laughs> like, That's right. Shaytan. Yep, Shaytan. I, I think about uh, Zuckerberg Shay. and Facebook and and him converting it to Meta and and his vision and what he's trying to do and how that corporation is losing billions of dollars in market cap because it's a long term vision that's taking time to get there. And then I look at what Stepan is doing with community and building and bringing people together. And I think one of the biggest problems that society has today is that social media is polarizing people and tearing us apart, mm -hmm. while the metaverse and projects like Steppen are bringing community together. And if if these companies can figure out how to isolate and, and, and allow to resonate what we're experiencing here within the Steppen community, within these Twitter spaces, within this podcast of bringing people together and, and sharing common interests, that's what would make the, the, the metaverse work worldwide, right? Uh, diversity mm. and cultures and, and, and getting to, 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 to meet people from all over the world and learning that there's so much commonality between us. That is a powerful thing. And, and so much of social media, I think, is trying to polarize us. And so much of the metaverse is trying to pull us back together. And, and I, I just love it. Very, very cool. Jan? Yeah, I think it's one of those things like with the the stepping community, like doing the spaces, like I listen to every single one and I love it because it gives me something to listen to when I'm at work and I don't feel so lonely or when I'm on a run or walk or whatever. Um, but like even today doing the space that uh, originally, it was funny, Abe woke up this morning and he messaged me and said, hey, let's do this marathon space thing. Let's test it. Yeah. It to be a test. Shout um, out Abe because so Abe came up with this idea it. without a doubt. I hope he gets credit for it. This is oh, all. Yeah, this is all about Abe. Absolutely, it's been Abe's space all day. Like it's been like Abe's space, Abe's, and like then people started jumping in, and then next minute it's it's freaking twelve o'clock for me. Like it was literally from like three thirty in the morning until like twelve o'clock, and I'm pretty sure, guys, I restart the space because I think it just got rugged because my internet dropped out. Oh no! So I, I know I had it on like in the background, but my internet went out. So I'm sure someone else has started it up. But like just sitting and talking and just getting to know people and like trying to make a safe spot because I know with like, you know, K train space and stuff like that, it can be very daunting. Like even for like me jumping up because, you know, you're kind of like, oh my God, like I'm in the moment. Um, where if it's a position like that where you kind of just have a space that you can come into and it's just pure vibes, you're kind of more likely to jump up and then you're more likely to go into a space like K trains where it's like that. You need to be on it um, and be able to ask the questions you want to ask. But it was kind of like a, a good space that kind of, I got to connect with a lot of people that I haven't. Um, other people got to connect with other people and build these connections. And that's, you know, what makes this community so damn special because we are so similar, but so different with all these unique skills. And it was, yeah. it was amazing to be part of it today. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. As it bounced around over the last few days and, and Jonathan Sawyer did a space and Abe did a space and rocks did a space and it's hit these different people. One of the things that really impressed me, especially in rocks space was because the viewership was a little bit smaller. The conversation was a little bit more intimate 
and folks were comfortable to come up on stage and speak that I have recognized and seen the names at all these other spaces, but because right. there were too many people there, they didn't want to join and they felt right. self-conscious to, to get on and speak. And so um, I would say to the community, for anybody listening that's interested in this kind of stuff, don't be afraid to like start your own and, and add on and listen to what others are doing and try your own. And having a small viewership to start is not bad because that allows people to come on and share their voice on your space where they might not feel comfortable doing it other places. And like that, that connection and that, that forming of community is, is such a powerful thing and is so important. Um, before, I want to just add, well, I just want to add a little bit onto that real quick. Uh, so a couple of things that we discussed yesterday that I really want to emphasize. One is that do a space. It does not have to be, you don't have to become a content creator full time. Mm -hmm. You can do a space once or twice on whatever it is that you want. So don't, don't feel the pressure to like make this your, your life and your career now. It, it's fine. Nobody cares. Uh, point number two, nobody gives a shit if you think your English sucks. I promise you, nobody fucking cares. Okay, so I know that this is a huge That's thing. That's a good point. Like, I, I speak French, but I am so self-conscious and shy of my French until I drink some wine and then I'm like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. And But I think people are very shy of their English. And I want everyone to know that we who are native English speakers are so grateful to you yeah. for, for being so kind to speak English to And we love the accents. We love the accents. We don't care if it's not yeah. perfect. Like, we really Great don't. Point. We just want to yeah. hear your voice. Uh, so, like, because I think what, what was, like, this guy, this person that I had seen in, like, a thousand Twitter spaces that I, t I thought was a girl was like the German man. <laughs> I was just like, and he was like, obviously kind of shy of his English. So I asked him like, hey, are you German in German? That was as far as I could go. I would have had to use Google Translate for the rest of it. But you know, and you could see you could hear that he was kind of like a little shy. But it's like, again, we just don't care. So please, okay. please just talk to us. Yeah. You know, like, we're happy to hear you, whatever you have to say. Yeah. So, so James, I just want to talk uh, about that topic. Actually, I'm going to start the space with Blair, and we're going to do it on Wednesday. Nice. The, the title, it's going to be Into the Steppenverse. Right. That's and perfect. That's, that's going to be your space. Like, we're going to do it once a week, hour and a half, no more nor less. And that, that's part of, of this. You know, doing these spaces is fantastic because that's how we create the reality that we want. We want the step in reality to become mainstream. And the way to do it is just to spread the word. I want to recommend to guys for you to see the last episode of uh, The Sandman on Netflix. It's really because good. Because in that episode, it has like a, a cat's animation. Yeah, just the first part of it too, right? It's just yeah. like the first you're, 18 you're minutes. Part. Yeah. And that part... It explains you what reality is like a, everything starts like a dream but when you start to spread in the world talking about it it becomes real and as you're saying k10 reality is what you experience what you do not experience is not real but something that you're experiencing over and over and over is starting to become more real than what other people will think as what like reality being here for example talking in here in the metaverse, how you call it, and you just uh, resume that perfectly, is real. This is reality, and this reality is getting more real that even oh, yeah. talking with other people in, like, for example, here in Mexico, that they don't understand what, what I'm going through, what I'm doing, 
and all that stuff, right? So cheers for that, and I'm just about to. The, the, the favorite thing that you said that gave me a giggle inside was when you said an hour and a half, no more, no less. Because as somebody that does these kind of things on a regular basis, and now we're at an hour and 19 minutes in, good luck, sir. Good luck. Because we've got 10 <laughs> more hot topics and Q&A from chat, and, and sometimes time is not something that you can control. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. When I do parties. Yeah. I do parties. I like to go early. So when I do parties, I just I tell everyone like it's just like maybe like twelve. Yeah. I just like get the fuck out. Like it's just like. Go. That's what I'm doing yeah. at the end of the podcast. So don't be offended <laughs> when we hit two hours and I'm like Armando, get yeah. the fuck out. I know you're mid com <laughs> comment and I you got something important to say, but you know what? I don't want to listen anymore. I'm good. I'm good, sir. Later. <laughs> Jan, quickly, you 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 told me a story about some of the some of the fun conversations that happened in the middle of the night during the six hour. Can you please, uh, in abbreviated form, share some of that with everybody? Because I, I think it's adorable. Oh, so we're having the space. We're having a chat about Stefan, and the next minute, uh, someone comes in and goes, "Hey, can we just share some scripture?" And we're like, "Yeah, mate, go for it. Like, it's some space. Talk about whatever you like." And then next minute, someone else rolls in, and then here's the scripture, and then just starts putting in, like rude words out there <laughs> and like it was kind of like i'm like panicking and i'm like oh my god how do i mute him and then i'm muting the guy doing the scripture and but it was a good little moment because then afterwards the guy doing the scripture was like guys thanks for listening to me because he goes into a lot of spaces and obviously wants to talk about that stuff yeah. but he didn't have the thing and then we're like literally like so resilience gems you know i uh, have those resilience gems <laughs> anyone in activation code you know we have some going so you know <laughs> being resourceful in that space but it was just a good moment and then we laughed about it and it was just yeah it was those are the best moments stories and in my experience stories. like like on the twitch platform playing video games and doing that kind of stuff it's very common and very popular to do these 24-hour marathon streams oftentimes they're doing them to boost subscriber counts right and so they'll do a 24-hour stream and it's a, it's a sub marathon and, and and they're trying to keep it going and the more people that sub they extend extra time and there have been broadcasters that have gone for five days ten days a month at a time and they actually like will take a nap or sleep on stream and it's all on webcam and the whole thing there's some famous ones that ludwig did and some others um and i think the 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 commonality that we all experience when you do your first 24-hour stream is that at some point you get those trolls that will yeah. pop in and say ridiculous shit, and you allow them in where you wouldn't normally have them on your broadcast because you're looking for things to do and you're looking for entertainment and you're looking for people to talk to and you're looking for whatever. And, and that's, that's such a valuable experience to have gone through. And that'll be the thing that everybody will look back on and remember because those, those entertainment entertaining moments are the ones that will stand out in your, in your brain for years to come, which is, which is so much fun. So much fun. Um, Abe, yeah. Abe totally fell asleep on space. <laughs> he starts snoring. The best is where they fall asleep and you can no. hear the snores. In the background, just just barely. No, he was he was muted. He was muted, but then like all of a sudden, and I want to say it was close to midnight, so three a.m. his time, right? And so he unmutes and he goes, "Wait, what? What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ask him if he was like sitting in a chair and fell asleep, or if he was like laying in bed on the phone, or? Oh, I think all of us were like laying in bed oh, because man. it was just it was. I mean, yeah. we're we're all all the u.s people right? right so it was like midnight late. pacific time and then 3 a.m eastern time and so like it was it was late for all of us um <laughs> but I, I wanted to add that like i love that i mean our, our community is so strong at least 
for for me personally, when I look at spaces on the top of my Twitter app, like if I see a sombrero, I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out. Like, what is, what is this? Right. <laughs> uh, and so literally that's like, if I see a sombrero, so Eric did a um, space as well to sh- literally just talk to one of his friends and like tell them about, about step in and kind of, and so like, as, as soon as I saw his profile picture with the sombrero on there, I jumped in and there was like, four or five other people in there too and he was like whoa I didn't think that this would happen like I just started this space so I could talk to my friend but then like the whole community was just like jumping in and like trying to talk (laughs) and and I love it it's it's so much fun there yeah Yeah. you know and I and I actually really like those spaces too because it's like you guys said it's low pressure right what Abe created was not specifically, oh, we're going to talk strategy. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to talk about minting or gems or anything like that. He was like, this is our community. We're just going to chat. And like, we talk about the most random things, you know? Um, And then we talked about like security last night. And then we went into like talking about different therapies and life experiences. And and then Shan had like inappropriate people come on and stuff like that. And it's just literally anything under the sun. is. You're a bad person, Shane. I drilled him out. I drilled him out. Oh, my God. The nicest person ever. The the power went to Shan's head, and he, at one point, he muted all of us. Oh, no. You're muted. You're muted. He had his Oprah moment. You're all muted. I was trying to. I was trying to love heart really fast and accidentally hit the mute button and it kind of went. Uh-huh. Kind of yeah, whatever. But, well, in yeah, Shan's yeah. nature, he immediately started like apologizing to every single one. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's oh, great. I hope it's recorded so we can go back and pull clips. That'll it's be so it. entertaining. Is none of it recorded? Like us, no. No. <laughs> no. Maybe for the next one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We, we talk about, get, we get talk about proposals, there. too. We talk about proposals. Mm. We talk That's about Like marriage proposals or like business yes, proposals? Yes. Uh, mm. Gosh, who was it? Was it, was it Rocks? No, no, inclusive. No, Chonky. Yeah. Who, uh, Chonky. Uh, Chonky who, proposed like, to Rocks or Rocks proposed to Chonky? Chonky <laughs> 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 had like a nightmare. Uh, a nightmare like, proposal? Like proposed to his girlfriend. Okay. He got like totally fucked over by the airlines. And so anyways, but like, so again, you know, it was really cute though, because, you know, it's just something that a lot of the guys in the audience identified with. And it was just, it's just yeah, random. And the, the, the thing that cracks me up the most about that whole experience was that literally Abe called it Tess. Yeah. Like it was Tess. That was yeah. the, the title of the space. And like, it was me and him. And, and I think maybe Shan and like one other person and it was, oh, Cozy. Cozy was there yeah. at the beginning. And, and then you just see like, yeah, these people like, like trickle in. <laughs> and I look up and like, it's two hours later and I'm like, yeah. we're fucking talking about GMT earnings. And, and we like had been <laughs> discussing how we're like, okay, when are we going to launch this? How are we going to promote it? What are we going to do? And then somebody was just like, fuck it. Let's just do it now. Like, you know, because we already had like thirty people in the space. Yeah. So it was just it was just wild. I mean, it's just it wild and, and you know, I think it really indicates a need in the community, a desire, a very strong desire to to come together as a community yeah. and just how cool that the Stefan community really is. So yeah, yeah it's that was just so much totally. fun. It's just a blast. And and in my experience in, in broadcasting on Twitch and doing these long streams, those things that you don't plan that kind of grassroots organically, authentically come up on their own. They're the ones that resonate the most because it's not like that's part Abe, of life. That's it. 
It's so yeah. much more fun, and, and Beth's camera's frozen is, is absolutely hysterical right now. I you guys are seeing too. the same freeze I am. No, I, I can, absolutely I, I, I love see, it. It is no, so good. It's so good. So I see her, like, in the in whereabouts, I see her cool, but okay. Too good. <laughs> oh. Too good. Amandi, you're, you're up. We're at an hour and 27 minutes. We have 10 more hot topics and Q&A okay. from chat, but I, I want your input on the, the explosion of Twitter spaces in the community because it, it is something very special. I didn't special like Twitter. Happening. I didn't like Twitter. So I just got into Twitter because of Stepan. And now it's part of my life, like doing these spaces, right? I, I, I didn't knew that in Web3, you have to work pretty much 24 hours a, a day, right? Like, yeah. like joining, talking and everything, but it's just so cool because like, for example, today I just, I woke up a little bit late and I saw a Sean, Sean, Sean space, and I was like, what the heck? This guy is, is 24 hours? What's going on? But before, I woke up at, at 12 in midnight, and I saw bed sleeping time space, and I was like, okay? <laughs> these, these things are going like crazy, but, but that's great. Like, 24 hours, I won't feel depressed anymore, because I, if I feel depressed, I will just jump in a, in a random space and... I, that's that's part of being a team around a part of a community yeah. that I didn't knew. Like you guys were my first online community, and and now I see the value of that because I've always feel I always been like a lonely wolf, wolf, right? But with you guys, I don't have any trouble at all. Like I love you guys, even see you through a screen. You went from lone wolf to a pack leader. Oh yeah, we're all back now. No doubt, no doubt. You guys, for rapid fire topics, Are we good? I can list them off again. We'll go around the room. We got Let four points. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Just, just one thing for the space that I'm gonna do with Blair. Yeah. We're gonna give away some special sombrero T-shirts. Wow. So it's gonna be a special sombrero T-shirts, courtesy of Blair, because she does. That I'm gonna do the design, and we're gonna. So, do so my request, Armandi, is I would like the yeah. special sombrero T-shirt to be an AR version that we could use on like TikTok and Snap, and then also like if we can get a real shirt too that matches. Just imagine. I'm working on that. I'm working Just on the sure. AR fashion. Just One make sure that you're wearing a other. shirt underneath. Uh oh. <laughs> Why? What would happen, Beth, Ooh. if we weren't wearing a shirt underneath? Well, there's sometimes when the when you move your face and the sombrero like disappears for a second. Ah. So just yeah. make sure that you're wearing a shirt. We, we would have our very own red light, green light moment. Red light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Green I light. encourage you, Beth, to do it. You do it. <laughs> I will okay. wear a shirt. Hey, ben and Beth, that's your mission. Do it without what anything underneath. <laughs> no, no, Sean, yeah, Sean, sorry, but you're not the sexy. <laughs> You you have the sexy voice, but you're not the sexy image of this podcast. I'll take like, that. We got these two sexy ladies around. <laughs> I'm the form between two roses at this point in time. So yeah, I yeah. You're like a pimp. Point. Right now you're like what? a pimp with you know two sexy ladies around you. Are you trying to get? I think you need to eat something. <laughs> I'm just sitting back and chilling while you guys all have glasses on. Because we've gone from like red light, green light to pimp. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Getting in a weird angle. James, yeah. I think we need you back. <laughs> <laughs>
Love it. That's very cool, though. Love it. You very know what? Clever. I'm gonna change the color of of my of my piece of art because it's it's screwing with the chroma key. You're good. You're good. My my. Uh, yeah, I, I go back awesome. and forth between like a a blue chroma key to a green chroma key, and um, that, that stuff gets complicated yeah. really really fast. That damn chroma key. Yeah, I hate yeah, when that happens. Key. Yep. No doubt. <laughs> Tech geek stuff makes it fun. Yeah. So, yeah. hot topics. We're going to bounce around. We're going to go fast because we're over an hour and a half already and we still want to open it up to audience Q&A. I have... You guys talk too much. We do. <laughs> it's your fault, though. I blame you. 4.72 million registered users for the one-year anniversary. The number one decks on Solana and Smack is growing and doing great. we got best running friends forever. The Strava Challenge at 200k plus and now opened up on social media to bring everybody else in. 0.8.6 allows email verification codes in addition to 2FA. GMT bar at 99.72%. I'd love to get everybody's prediction on when that might launch. Gigaspace roadmap changes in the team understanding that monthly town halls and roadmap changes need to be tweaked a little bit and explained and, and understood. And they definitely hear that. Who wants to go first? Let's do it fast. Let's do like a... But like like thirty seconds each around the room on each topic and, and fake through. I'll do Strava because that's kind of my realm. Um, Strava challenge, wild success. Uh, we got told about it. We weren't allowed to tell like social media, so it was an organic growth, and they exceeded yeah. expectations, which Russia. is amazing. Um, not only was it exceeded by three thirty thousand people in the actual what they got organically, they grew the club. Guys, uh, if you want to find out about them, you know maybe follow some of us on Strava and. <laughs> If we have that in the future, we can't share it on social media. Maybe we can put you within Can't share it though so. now, right? <laughs> so for everybody listening that's not in Strava, that's not in the challenge, now we're pushing it out there on Twitter and everywhere else. Give them an idea of what would be the incentive for them to download Strava, to join the club, to join this challenge, and what they can get out of it. What's the benefit for them for participating in this? Uh, for the Strava challenge? So they're giving away 100, 100 shoes. So if you did the challenge, which uh, it was only 70... 70 minutes of exercise for a week, which is 10 minutes a day, um, which is quite reasonable. Um, and once you did that, you got sent to a page, you could register your name and you could have won one of the 100 shoes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sure because it was a wild <laughs> success, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be something that they may look at doing again yeah. in the future. Um, so yeah, just keep your eyes peeled, join the Strava club and uh, yeah, compete against us all. It'll be fun. How much time's left? If somebody wants to join right now and do 70 minutes today. Are they still eligible? Is there still a day or two? No, so it, this one's closed off now, but feel mm -hmm. free to come join the club and, you know, future still be part of it. Um, but yeah, it's closed off for now. I think we've got another day maybe left um, of the actual challenge for people to do their 70 minutes. But um, okay. yeah, it's been good. We're good. Sorry, Beth. Go ahead. Oh, I said, how are we supposed to compete against you, Shia? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I joined I might Strava, do a challenge. and then I saw the leaderboard. There was like Matt Grills with like, 10,000 miles every single day and then you got burn dog shan bruno like i don't know if tiago's on there or anything like that everett's on there and it's just i here i am on like ranked 436 or something like that yeah that was the beauty of this challenge though right you didn't have to compete with them on miles you could just do your yeah. 70 minutes at any pace you could walk 70 minutes and you're in cool very cool anybody else on that one no, moving on. Who's next? Like, Kay? Nah, not Strava. Okay, you're on. up. Which one you want to hit? <laughs> oh, I, I'll. I'm just gonna drink my beer. You guys 
I'm, I want I want the audience questions to come as, as quickly as possible. As quickly as possible? We can do that too. Beth, you got one? I know. I feel like a lot of them were just kind of updates, you know, like 4.72 4. million registered users. I'm just like, woohoo. That's, that's my comment. Nice. That James, could you explain what that means? I, I'm pretty sure some users will want to know what 4 million users really like it means. Yeah, that's fair. I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen the development team or the marketing team come out and fully explain what a registered user is. My assumption, and again, this is not in writing from the team, is that if you download the app and give us an email address and sign up as a unique individual user, you become a registered user of Steppen. There's 4.72 million registered users. That's big, right? I would assume that the number of people that have bought a sneaker and are actively playing the game is less than that. And then there'd be a, a number of monthly active users that log in at least once in the last month and play. And there'd be a number of daily active users. And my understanding from recent communications from Jan and Jerry, we get an opportunity as ambassadors to, to talk to them on a fairly regular basis. We had a meeting with them the day before yesterday, a day ago. And um, it sounds like the daily active users are growing significantly over the last month. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing to hear. And I feel like as we listen to these Twitter spaces, we're hearing a lot of people that are buying in now, let's say on Solana, they buy a sneaker for $33. And there's great benefits for them to play and earn, enjoy the game at that price point versus people that bought in a couple months ago at the top at $1,700 and, and what they're looking at to in order to have to dollar cost average and, and buy additional sneakers in order to, to ROI as efficiently. Um, feel like going forward, um, it's a lot easier for people coming into the game now to enjoy themselves than those ones that bought in at the top to kind of recover what they bought in. But the total number, when you compare 4.72 million registered users to other projects, you compare our monthly average users to other projects, and you look at our daily average users and the fact that we're only one year in, this is our, our Steppen Ember one year anniversary month, you realize we're the number one decks on Solana, and what we're doing with Smack and, and how we're really innovating in the move to earn space in a way that other projects are just copying us, and trying to catch up. There's some other interesting ones out there that I'm paying attention to and that I've downloaded and tried, but Steppen is the leader by a lot. And uh, the future going forward, I feel, and that's why I'm still here, is very bright. What they're doing with the social, totally. what they're doing with the NFT marketplace and the NFT launchpad and all these other apps and projects that are all tied into GMT and the things that they're doing with SocialFi within Steppen to add in marathons and leaderboards and achievements and so many integrations, I think is going to take what we've been describing for the last hour and a half of this community that is so desperately wanting to come together and find commonality and hang out with each other. Like our ability to, to hang out with each other within the app and rank against each other on leaderboards and have groups and and have badges and, and do some of this fun stuff from the SocialFi element, interact on the social app, I think is what's going to really set Stepping Apart in a way that can't be copied and imitated by the by the fake clone. So, um, I just want to say, like, we need a leaderboard for talking so that I can win. Uh, because I will win that. And, oh, no, uh, she's going to... The longest time, and then Shan can have the, the running miles distance. She's going to left us behind. K10 is going to just left us. Like, she's going to be, like, all the way there. K10 is the Matt Grills of, of Twitter spaces. Yeah. Yeah. I think and... we need to get a badge for her, like, queen of the spaces. 
I think that's fair. And I think it's very important that we communicate aggressively to the team that that is so important to the community. That it's not about the most energy used, although that should be one thing. It's not about the most miles or kilometers traveled, although that should be a thing. It should also be about, you know, all these social things that we're doing. And there should be badges and achievements and all of that for for, for all that other stuff as well. Because I think that that's what drives the community long term and can make this thing last five or ten years. If it's just about mileage, I think it burns out in six months. It's not as impactful to bringing us together long term, without a doubt. Yeah, you know what? It's like we, it has to create like a ritual, like a ritual, a community ritual that uh, get together people inside the app, right? Like for me being able to see your name, your name or everyone's names to, and then recognize them and see what they're doing and all that stuff in within the app, I think that will be great. Yeah, that, that was communicated, I think, loud and clear to the team as well. That there was frustration from the community that the Step and Ember events were all on social media and they weren't an app. And that yeah. a lot of the stuff that's happening right now isn't as in-app as we would like it to be. And I think their focus right now on the social app that they're building and the NFT marketplace and the NFT launchpad and the social fi integrations into marathons and leaderboards and achievements and all of that is their response to how do we bring all of this that's happening on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, in Discord, it is not easy. in Telegram, in the community. Yeah. How do we bring all that into the app, into the social app, into the social fi and into the rest? And I think that's what they're trying to build, but it's not easy. And to do it right is even harder. It is not. Yep. It yep. is. But, but I mean, I'm just thinking I, like, oh, I'm sorry, Armani, go ahead. No, 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 please. First ladies first. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I'll take you up on that. And like, what's his name from the other week? Who was just like, ladies first. Okay, well, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then back, back over him afterwards. Uh, yeah. So anyways. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, Call him out. Just real quick. You know how you have like gym buddies? people who hold you accountable ah. i'm just like if i could log in and it's like ah, oh, i really don't want to walk today but like armandi and beth and shan and james are gonna be there and they're gonna like give me shit if i don't you know if i don't show up and you just kind of like log in and you like i don't know it's some sort of you know gather like little metaverse you're like you can see them like walking wherever they are and they're part of the world and and you just kind of have like a little mini conversation going i think <laughs> that'd be so fucking fun like i i'm just i if they could pull that off, I think it would be in like huge for user engagement. I think people would love it. And I mean, it could just be like a dot. We're not talking about, you know, fucking Final Fantasy level graphics here. Like it could just be some silly pixelated little thingy, you know, Armandi's mushroom, you know, just kind of like walking wherever he is in Mexico City. And you could like, I don't know. I think it would be so much fun. How are you thinking in my mushroom? That's weird. Yeah. Why is everyone playing with these mushrooms? <laughs> Yeah, what the heck? What we're talking is this like a PG thirteen or what? I can already picture Armandi creating a mushroom three D NFT project with the little faces and the mustaches and the sombreros <laughs> and all the different designs, and we're all going to be walking around in the metaverse with our little mushrooms, bouncing around and talking to each other. I'm gonna it's coming, and I'm going to be a multi millionaire because I'm going to be the spokesperson and I'm going to be the first person in there, and I'm going to own them all. <laughs> I'd like to be a shiitake mushroom. <laughs> I think I'm sorry. I heard I heard I was getting a mushroom something. What was it, Armani? Portobello. A10 is gonna get an special NFT mushroom card. 
How special? <laughs> uh, just one, one, one card. Yep. Ooh, we just got a good question in chat. With a mustache, um, with a yep. mustache and a beard. <laughs> like it. Like it. <laughs> Chat, now's your time. If you've got questions you want to ask the group, type them in chat, either on Twitter or on Twitch. We're live on both platforms right now, and then we're going to upload, obviously, to Spotify, YouTube, and all the other platforms later. We'll bring those those questions up live on stream and uh, and ask them of the group. We're going to try to burn through some topics. We've got a lot of topics left to go. What do you guys think about Best Friends Forever? Love it. I Love it. I'm excited to see what people got there. Yeah. You are my best friend forever now. I'm gonna hold you to that. My heart. No, see, I mean it seriously. Seriously, I'm just gonna cry right now. Yep. I think the important thing for the community to 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 hear is that we, the ambassadors, are the ones that are voting on these winners. the The first wave that just won, I think one of the people had like five followers on Twitter. I think the average number of followers was like thirty something. You do not need a large following or a lot of interaction on your social media post in order to win these things. And we're talking about real money that could be won. Each week, I believe there's 20 winners of, two, of, uh, of what is it, 1,000 GMT? That's a lot of money, right? 1,000 GMT is big. And then overall, after the four weeks of Steph and Ember, there'll be an overall grand prize winner that wins 20,000 GMT. So if you've not participated yet, do not be afraid to step in and participate. And it doesn't have to be like your image of what you think is the cookie cutter version of burger burn to climb stairs or 12,000 steps or, you know, whatever it is for best friends forever. It could be, I love to jump in Twitter spaces. And here's a picture of a Twitter space of us hanging out every day for the week. Here's a picture of the podcast I listened to. Here's a picture of me taking my best friend out on a step and walk for 10 minutes and convincing them to download the app. It could be anything. It could be text-based. It could be picture-based. It could be videos. The videos are really cool, but there are winners that are not making videos. You don't have to be the best video editor in the world to win these things. Oh, yeah, I know about the master plan that you evil Steppeners did. That's why you you made me an ambassador. You made me an ambassador so I, I cannot join these challenges. I, I, I transparently told the rest I, I of the group I, that, that I, I Armandi know, has the best, the, the worst timing ever. You went <laughs> from being the man that was going to win 1,000 GMT on each of the four weeks and 20,000 GMT overall that could have ended up being worth, what, $20,000? That maybe grows to be mind. worth so much, and you threw it all away because ambassadors can't win. <laughs> Whatever, long time. My, my my vision is long term. I don't mind. I will sacrifice <laughs> that to be an ambassador with with you guys, part of the team. And we love you for oh, it. Yeah. We absolutely love yeah. you for it. And, and don't, don't stress like, <laughs> if you like no. the right hashtags. <laughs> we we will find you. <laughs> we were like, if people are like, kind of like, oh, but how do we put it in front of the ambassadors? We will find you. Don't worry. Like we are, <laughs> yeah, well, we yeah. are lurking. We will find your post and we will share it and we'll put it out there. So everyone gets a fair chance. Trust us. And don't tag me because I am not an ambassador. Guys, <laughs> don't tag me. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's interesting. But you're an official ambassador, like unofficial. No, no, I'm like the oh, ambassador from that okay. country ruled by. You're, you, you, know, you know what? You're, you're, you're against society. Like, you're always like, I have to be the rebel. No, I she's the voice the, of the know? community. Okay. She's the voice <laughs> of the average user that we forget and we don't understand. Na, na, na. <laughs> so, so that's it. That's fine. That's fine. 
You, you have to be the anti-hero, anti-hero of a step-in. <laughs> My face hurts from laughing so Good. much. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be every week. Us ending the podcast after two hours and then and then having our face muscles in pain because we've laughed and smiled so much. And get the episode. fuck out. Get the fuck out. Like two hours, get the fuck out. Told you, Armandi. You are no less. <laughs> Right. Fucking out of here, brother. We have 14 minutes left. Come on. <laughs> Overstayed your welcome, sir. James, can you touch on the um, the uh, putting something on the marketplace that you don't need 2FA for? And I also want to yes. add that I was listening to Tyson's um, episode, and he was saying that there's an autopause function now. Um, Tosh tried it out that. when we were yeah. talking on the Twitter space as well. Um I have stopped, but I haven't seen like anything with it. I haven't tracked it or anything like that. But Tyson said that um, if you stop and you stop, stop completely moving, then it, there'll be an auto pause function where your timer will see, keep going, but your energy will not be used. Yeah. Um, so Which is you interesting to, to me because I think about times when I've gotten back to my house and I'm on the Solana realm and I've got 20 energy and I haven't used it all. And I come in the house and I stand still it, it, it stops taking off energy. It's not using any. So I'm wondering, how does the autopause help that? Because it was already not using my extra energy, right? It just showed me as moonwalking or stopped and it, and it quit ticking it off. So is that the same thing as autopause? Or does it actually just physically pause it? And then that may, my, my gut instinct when I heard about it and I started to play around with it was that because Smack, um, they're constantly kind of trying to turn up the, do the dial and to block the people that are cheating and to reduce their their score that then allows them, you've got a score that's calculated. Um, if it sees you being a bot doing things that don't look real, then your Turing score will come down. And at a certain point, if that Turing score gets too low, you can no longer transfer things or sell things in the marketplace. So it could be what I had been doing, coming home and forgetting to pause or forgetting to end my session would have been hurting my Turing score. So my, my assumption is that an auto pause would protect me from that. If, it, if my device sees me stop moving, it auto pauses instead of just moonwalking me. And that way I'm not hurting my Turing score. Did you guys feel the same? I would love to hear the team's really full response to why, what's the benefit, how does it work? But the thing is like when the team talks about cheating and how smack works and how to like, like we see this, but we don't see this. That's something that they don't usually want to say publicly because they don't want to help the cheaters figure out how to cheat the system, right? Yeah. But that, that was my gut instinct. That, that if I forget to pause, if I forget to end session, I'm hurting my Turing score, and an auto-pause protects people from that. You bang on. Don't know. Sounds good. That's a good question to ask, ask John and Jerry. You know? It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, for whatever it's worth. The 0 0.8.6, I think, actually hit in last week, not this week. And my understanding was this, that there are people out there that will post things on the marketplace. And they added in some, some special features where people were hacking an account, going in and selling everything, and then like listing a level one gem at a really high price, and then using that as a, as a way to like move the money out of an account, buying it at a, at a crazy number. And it would, if you, if the, if the price that you listed things for and tried to sell things for was out of the normal range of what those things sell for, it was asking for a 2FA code. And there were some people that were having issues with 2FA codes. Um, and so now it gives you an option to to have an email verification code sent in addition to 2FA, which may tip off somebody that, holy crap, 
somebody's in my account. I just got an email verification code sent and it would pop up on your phone as, you know, whatever. And that would indicate to you, hey, I need to get in and lock things down. Um, it sounded to me like a protection mechanism and a safety mechanism. And I'm just excited that they're, they're thinking about those things and adding them in. You guys hear anything different? Yep. How about Gigaspace? Were you guys excited about Gigaspace and having another Metaverse project where there's going to be Steppen City and you can join a yeah. Discord server and be in <laughs> Steppen City in Gigaspace? I know, Armandi, that's got to appeal to you, right? I know. Getting to the Metaverse, as soon as I saw that, they just created virtual reality sneakers. Like, I'm going to put those in AR. Like, seriously, I, those sneakers, I'm going to put them into AR. That's amazing that we're going to have a space in the, in that Metaverse. Let's hope Gigaspace like, like grows, but it's just great. Like, like that's what we need. Like, we need more of these things to help people to join a uh, step and right. Agreed. Is it going to be like a store, James? Like, what are they putting in there? Is it just like and, so guys, the whole step in the city tell you. to interact and to like there'll be buildings yeah. and and walking spaces and 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 it'll be a way to for us to take our avatar. And go interact within the metaverse of of gigaspace with other stepners right and hang out no different than portals or you know, you know what i will love i will love in the future i'm gonna party with you guys in the metaverse like seriously partying in the metaverse is wild like seriously once that you get used to it, you get a couple drinks yeah. maybe just whatever and, and you, you just dance around with your vr head glasses and you just have a blast. Like if your guys already like doing the With spaces you? 24 hours yeah. at night, partying in the metaverse, seeing your avatar, seeing how you move your, your hands, sometimes like in the future, your, your facial expressions in your avatar, yeah. it's gonna be more real than reality. Here's the thing that you may not realize, Armandi. You were talking to a group of people that K-Train did an event in Portland and K10 and Beth and myself and a bunch of people from the community, we all jumped in Gathered and we all did a virtual Portland event in Gather as K Train was doing the physical event in Gather. And we got people that were live at the event to turn on their cell phone and show us live video from it. So we were yeah. interacting in the Gather metaverse at the same time. And similarly, we've jumped totally. in to portals and sandbox and so many of these metaverse projects yeah. and interacted as a community. There's talks of like building a poker tournament within one of these metaverses and, and, and a, as a community coming together and doing these virtual events with each other. And, and I think that's, that's honestly the, the future of where these communities go is it, it, it's, it's another place to hang out and have fun in a, in a virtual world, right? No different than, than, than what we're doing right now, which I think is really, really cool. Really cool. You guys ready yeah, for some Q and A from cool. the chat? bringing them up live Ooh. on the screen this one's from nim mover would you stick around if yawn and jerry sold the organization to a chinese-based company founders don't stick around forever and after the ama it sounds like they could be burned out and ready to move on if the price is right so I i've got a strong opinion on this i i've had the the, the pleasure of having one-on-one -on -one conversations with yawn and one-on-one -on -one conversations with jerry and so my perspective maybe gives some insight that everybody doesn't get to see because I've talked to the founders individually and I've jumped into ambassador meetings where they talk to us, right? And I've heard the monthly town halls and the AMAs and, and read all of it. And I listen in to all the barn dog spaces and the K-Train spaces and all of it. 
So I get a good feel of like the overall pulse of the community, but also what the developers are saying. I don't think that Jan and Jerry are burned out at all. I think that they're the opposite. I think they've grown the development team to up over 150 developers. And I think they are very actively engaged in building during this bear market. And they're building a social app that could end up being the Twitter of Web3, the Twitter of the, the, the crypto space of the metaverse, which is a huge, ambitious project that's designed to be fully integrated into Steppen with marathons and leaderboards and Socialify and all the other things to have it really work. They have the number one DEX in all of Solana that also has an incredibly high volume on BNB and Ethereum. And they've got their game on three different blockchains, which isn't happening with other games that are going on in this space, right? They're building out things that, that with the, the NFT launchpad and the, the, the Smack and the, the DEX and the, and the NFT marketplace and all of it that are all designed to tie into GMT in a way that can really build the overall platform um, and support us to be able to go out and earn a lot of GMT every day, but be spending a lot of GMT to keep that token deflationary. And then at the same time, they're trying to build out the Steppen app and generating a lot of profit in a way that could create a huge runway that could make this project sustainable for 10 plus years in a way that I think other projects aren't even thinking about. Way outside the box. Builders build uh, during times like this. So I, I don't I don't feel like they're burned out at all. I feel like the opposite. Like they're on hyperdrive with what they're building people that they're adding and how they're growing the company. At the beginning, I have concerns about. What you said about the Chinese-based company, you know, we, we saw the tweet that came out from Jerry that concerned a lot of people in the community, right? We heard in the monthly town hall that they've joined this, um, this new incubator in Hong Kong that is a government Chinese-owned incubator that, you know, that, that as Americans, I, I assume, you know, I, I read a lot of propaganda and maybe I'm biased in this, but I worry about any kind of company that gets in bed with the Chinese government and what that means for my data, what that means for the application and what that means for the global presence of Stepin. And could there be a situation where countries start to shut off Stepin and say, hey, listen, no more here. They're collecting all this data and sending it to the Chinese government and we don't want it. So I think there's some tough questions that, that Jan and Jerry are gonna have to answer um, because they've, they've given us a hint into what's going on and, and, and there's concerns there. I feel like, I hope that they will hear those concerns and give us some good answers, but I've not heard them yet. But but for, for the second half of it, being burned out, that's not Jan and Jerry. Like they're in hyperdrive. What they're building behind the scenes, what the community's not heard about, what unfortunately they didn't explain during the town hall, they're building and building quickly in a way that's going to be very profitable for Find Satoshi Labs and make the project overall very successful. For Maybe else on that one? I mean, I, I'll just say, I think you're right. And I think they need to step very carefully about this because this is not, uh, this is not an insignificant move. And if it does, uh, even the fact that they're in, they're going, they're going to China with this, this incubator lab that has a relationship with the Chinese government, I think they have to be extremely careful about that because people do care and they need to weigh the benefits of doing this against the, the 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 consequences or the negative consequences of doing this and uh because it's, it's not nothing and without you know this, this is obviously a very politically charged topic and i don't want to go there but uh it's uh people do care about that sort of thing and you know you know that i'm a passionate advocate for security as much as i possibly can be and uh there are actual real security concerns um, in general in the metaverse, uh, in Web3, 
uh, regardless of wherever the company is headquartered or based. Uh, but uh, as much education as you possibly can uh, to understand who could potentially be looking at your data and whether or not <clears throat> that's cool with you uh, and, and what the implications of that may be. I think everybody, people just don't understand. They, they put an app on their phone and, and they don't even you know, think about uh, who's looking at who's looking at that information. We don't have a hell of a lot of privacy these days, but there are still some things that you might want to look into. And it, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to understand that our data is bought and sold. And uh, part of Web3 was ownership of your own data uh, so that uh, you're taking it away from companies like Google and Facebook and TikTok, and you are owning it uh, as, as your own uh, entity. And so when, if, if somebody turns around and sells that data to somebody like a government or a marketing agency or whatever, that's not true Web3 technology. So I think that we just all need to keep these concepts in mind and be present online and always have security and thinking about personal security at the forefront. Great. Anybody else on that one? I'm not leaving either way. Really, my data gets taken left, right, and center. Like, let's be honest. Like, I'm not too fussed about people taking my information. It's like everything in life takes your information these days. But yeah, I'll be here yeah, to death to us part, baby. Everything's <laughs> not everything, though. Everything is not the same, Jan. Yeah, I, I love the e-money's take on it that he <laughs> enunciated so perfectly last week. You know, Apple, Google, Amazon, with our Alexas, all of these companies, Facebook, you name it, TikTok. They're stealing all of our data and passing it off to these companies. For somebody that to transparently tell me that they're using my data and they're selling it and then and then paying me for it, reimbursing me, giving me benefit for having used that data, I like that transparency a whole lot better than the rest. What you got, Armandi? So this book actually talks about those things, right? Right now, information is like the new gold. And there's going to be a point like the information is going to be available for everyone. And that's part of what it's coming. It's just yeah. part of being in the metaverse. Even if we don't want it, the information is available everywhere. Yeah. So check this book because it got many ideas about how life will be uh, with that, right? Especially with privacy concern, uh, things that people have about it. But it's just part of it. Maybe just understanding it. Already our phones know more of ourselves than ourselves, right? Yep. So there's a great quote going around out there, and I don't know the exact quote, so I apologize. Anybody in chat that can come up with this, or if you're listening to the recording and you can post it to me, please do, because I'd love to hear it. I'll reimburse you for it. I'll send you some GMT or free sneaker or something. It's something along the lines of if you join into something and you can't figure out what the product is, you are the product. They are capturing your data, your information. Oh, yeah, I heard you, that. You are yeah. the product. And I don't know where that started. If they tell you it's free, it's yep. free, and join, you are the product. You are the yeah. product. You're the product, 100%. Anybody else on that I would like to know. I would like to know what data they are taking from me because I feel like with Instagram and TikTok, like the only thing that they got from me is that I really like dog videos. Like that's <laughs> that was the scary <laughs> part. That was the scary part. And again, not not to get too into politics, but as people reversed engineered TikTok, the scary part about that application was that it wasn't just looking at your algorithm and what you searched for and what you watched. 
it was reading all your text messages it was reading all your emails it was capturing all your all your your passwords it was geolocating where you were and where you went and where you traveled and how long you stayed there it was pulling in all this data on your device in a way that was very 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 scary to mm -hmm. the cybersecurity experts that cared about it the folks that k10 had on one of her recent broadcasts that dig into that stuff were horrified by the amount of data that that app was bringing in in ways that it did not ask your permission to authorize these, uh, you know, you download an app on any of the, the platforms, right? And it says, okay, do I give access to my microphone? Do I give access to my camera? Do I give access to my contacts? Do I give access to everywhere I go and all my passwords and all my emails and all my text messages? No, who would give that? So if an app is digging into all that crap and stealing it all and giving it to the Chinese government, pretty fucking scary right and okay. and there's going to be Here, issues that even, comes from that. even more fucked up thing okay so when you're recording a video in a public space you can see license plates you can see security camera footage uh and so the, a hacker can take a look and say like okay that person's dancing with a security camera hack into that security camera and actually look at the phone uh that you're using so, so they're not just it's not just data they're actually using the, the videos as well to collect data about all sorts of things so that's there these are these are real concerns and we kind of just like yeah you know like play in the metaverse and you know shan but it's uh, again you know everything is not everything so if you know your data is in the hands of one government it's not exactly the same as in the hands of the other government and it's also like okay well you can just be like oh i give up like privacy is impossible sure fucking amazon probably knows me down to like the last you know whatever but uh, I still think that it's not, it's not nothing. And it's no, certainly it's something that at least if you, you need to at least know that you're making that choice. How, that, maybe that's how I should put that's it. it. It's if about the transparency. Least, let yeah. me know what data yeah, you're taking I agree. I agree. and let I agree me agree yeah. to turn it on or turn it off and be aware. So there's transparency. Totally. And, and, yeah, and if you pay me for fine. that data, no issue. But don't don't steal all my stuff and not tell me you're doing it. Right. Rox came up with a quote. I don't think he credited it to anywhere. But he basically said... Um, if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer, you're the product being sold. Stepdog also said, you are the product, how to survive and thrive in an area of reputation economics author Joshua Klein. Could be, could be Stepdog, that's where it came from. Our next audience questions coming from Project 5AM. Said, what do people think about the Atletico McDrig poor late response to their fans' racist chanting last Sunday? Not a worldwide story, but made me think about using a product if it was willfully silent and the narrative uh, and continues to evolve over the weeks to come. So I dug into this a little bit. I didn't get a lot of details. It seemed as though there was a, um, a, an athlete on one of the teams and they were known for a very boisterous dance anytime they scored or did a big play and the opposing team, um, which is the one that we're partnered with, had some fans that were, were, were making some racist chants about them. Um, and the, the community was very concerned that the organization, Atletico, did not come out immediately and, and, and really blast those, those chants. They did eventually, um, but maybe it wasn't fast enough. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge yeah. football fan. I'm not a huge soccer fan. I was not tied into this whole thing. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if like, maybe they made some statements that I didn't see and the other statements were delayed 8, 10, 12 hours or a day or whatever it was. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I know certainly that there are fans in the stands for college football games, for pro football games, for soccer games, for international football games, for whatever whatever sport you want to talk about that will do some crazy things. And that's not always the responsibility of the team 
or the owner of the stadium or whoever it is. But I think it's important that we come out and support the players in these organizations and tell them, listen, we don't discriminate. We, we, we don't we don't believe in this stuff. We can we we absolutely fight against it. We don't condone it. And if we can figure out who those fans were doing those things, we'll ban them so they can mm. never come in the stadium again. I feel like they probably did that, but maybe they didn't do it fast enough. Was anybody else tied into that whole thing? Did you guys hear it? See it? Uh -huh. No. Well, but I you know what? The, the thing is sports are going to be sport and, and you know, the fans are going to be the fans. And of course, you cannot control everyone. You cannot control, you cannot make everyone to be positive and inclusive and whatever, right? Like, it's, it's not part of of, of your job doing it and some people are just gonna do that but that's why right now we are in a in a in a world where all of these like you can get that news all around the world spread right so i think uh, as long as we do our part like for example something that i was talking with blair join uh, doing this space is that we want to be inclusive of every kind of people like old people, young people, like from all around the world, as, as long as you're a cool people, a cool guy, I, I don't mind. Like if you're an asshole, I, I don't mind if you're like any religion or whatever, I just gonna tell you to fuck off, right? But if you're a cool guy, I don't mind what background do you have, you're rich, you're poor, I don't mind at all, right? So we should do that part of ourselves, but we cannot control uh, other people in the world, especially all around the world. And, and worrying about this problem in other parts of the world is worst. Drags you down. And, and, you know, we see it within the step in world, right? Within Discord, within Twitter spaces, within the, the Twitch or Twitter stream we're doing for this live broadcast, within comments on YouTube videos, all of it. There are trolls out there in the world that will say things that are horrific to try to get a response and attention. And that doesn't mean that if a troll says something bad on a Twitter space, that, that the whole project should be branded that they have the same opinion as this troll. There are people that do insane things just to get attention, and that doesn't necessarily mean that Atletico supported it. Um, maybe, maybe they they were they weren't fast enough in their response. And for that, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I, I apologize. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not Atletico. We're certainly in a partnership with Atletico, so um, I think there should be pressure from Stepin that hey, you know, Wellfin Atletico, we're partnering with you guys. This makes us look bad. Make sure you step up and do this stuff quicker and pay attention. Um, but you know, yeah, but also like football fans in Europe are like fucking hoodlums, savage, like, not everybody, but like these people, like they go out, they'll fucking get into fights, they'll kill each other, they fucking they set shit on fire. Like these people are insane. It's some of the like, especially in some of these like really big matches, like Chelsea and Man U or you know, Atletico and like a uh, Real. Like, it's hyper competitive. Like, and we see the same thing here, right? If somebody wins like, an, an NFL championship or an NCAA championship or whatever, they'll be, yeah, but you, you know, know some uh, are special. Like yeah. some rivalries are special and like people get really hyped up. I'm not excusing this racism of no. racism, whatever. The fuck yeah. fuck that. I'm just saying that like okay, I mean, yes, you should be like, look, we don't con yes, immediately come out and be like we don't condone this. Like this is fucked up. Don't fucking do this. Well, if you if we catch you, we'll boot you. Yeah, you're done. But uh, like at the in the moment, dude. Like these people, are, they sell. I mean, they sell beer, right? In these stadiums, so these people are drunk. They are like so hyped up. And I don't know. To me, a group of football fans in in a very hyped up competitive rivalry match are the last people that I'm going to expect good behavior from. Now, 
the organization that heads the football club is a is is an entity that I expect good behavior from. Yeah. So um, they should exactly. have really jumped on that and just been like, "Fuck that." We don't condone it. Yeah, we eliminate I mean, I, it as know, soon as we see it. Yeah, and, you know, if they if they didn't, then that I think speaks that they didn't want to alienate their uh, their fan base more than they valued what was right. So maybe that. So, just so Kate. Kate, and just just to give you an example here in Mexico, there was like this news like maybe months ago. I I don't like football, right? But there was this news in Mexico that 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 people were killed, like they killed the opposite uh, uh, fan base in the in the game, like they killed many people and and they had to shut down the whole stadium and everything like that. So that's how like uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, uh, when you think in a group, sometimes uh, you become irrational. Thinking and uh, like group thinking it becomes irrational, and you cannot control that. So, can, so just can. I don't life. want to take away responsibility from the folks that are involved in the group, but there is a mob mentality. And if there's mm -hmm. a thousand people around you doing yeah. something, you feel less inhibited to participate with the group because right. you feel like it's not you doing it individually. But you still have the personal ability to say no i'm not going to participate in this right. and maybe even more than that say no not only am i not going to participate i'm going to try to influence those around me to not do it because this isn't right and um mom mentality is a thing but we have to as a civilized society fight against that bullshit because that, that that's important no doubt we next one coming in this one's coming in from wado does crypto wado says what are you guys looking forward to the most achievement badges leaderboards or gmt earning i can't imagine our mandy Going wild with some step and badges. <laughs> you can start off with this on Amandi, I think. What do you think? Achievements, uh, okay, leaderboards, uh, badges? I'm wearing GMT. GMT. I'm wearing GMT because I want to see the mechanic. I want to experience the mechanics. That's what I'm wearing. The first is just GMT. I'm ready with my sneakers. And I just want to experience how the mechanic is going to develop in that way, I can adjust my other, uh, my other um, uh, strategies, you know? So that's the first thing. And then badges, of course, badges and NFT marketplace, of course, because I am doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So those are the two things that I'm just waiting. Yep. I feel like they're all important. We need GMT earning desperately, yeah. right? But if we get GMT earning without all the SocialFi stuff, I don't know that the app will thrive for the next five years. We need it all. We need GMT earning now. We need achievements and leaderboards and badges and all the social five stuff. We need the social app. We need the NFT marketplace and launchpad. We need all of it. And, and as we talked about before, builders build and John and Jerry are building and they're hiring yeah. the development team to, to help them do it because they can't do it all on their own. We need it all. I think GMT earning, we're going to get soon. I'd love to get everybody's prediction on what day they think it might hit. And I think all the rest is coming behind it. And honestly, we need it all as fast as possible. I think next next week, for me, my prediction is next week. And the one was speaking about why I'm waiting for GMT is my player, Armandy. My my Arman, my player, Armandy, is, that's why it's excited for GMT. Not because I'm going to make millions of it. Because I'm just excited of the mechanic. I want to see how it's going to balance the whole equation of the of the gameplay of the game. Like oh it. shit. So you say Armandi because I have been saying Armandi this entire time. I'm I'm mispronouncing that. Armandi. You need to say Armandi. Armandi. 
Ar Armandi. Uh, gonna roll the R. Mustache, Katen. <laughs> grab your mustache, Katen. Armandi. Armandi. Ar Ar yeah, you do better. <laughs> Teach you, okay. You're all right. <laughs> the monkey, are you choking? I can't, I can't do it. Uh, um, Armande. Nice, Armande. Sam. You got I like it. I mean, I think GMT for me would be the, the big thing and also social fight. That's going to be a good one. Um, From the slight information we've kind of thing, it's going to be something exciting for the community. So it should be cool. I can't wait. I think, and I'm going to be different and I'm going to be a point of reason and just go, I think two weeks from now, I reckon, yeah, what's that? Like two weeks, two weeks GMT, just to be the kind of like a safe bet, just, just in case. like it. How about you, Beth? Achievements, leaderboards, GMT earning and date for GMT. What do you think? Um, I am looking forward to excitement. Um, any of them honestly any of them and i feel like once one starts then the rest of them will start falling into yeah. place because i feel like we've been kind of in a lull for a while and james just like you said like they're working behind the scenes right they're grinding and so once one comes out i think that will free up or i feel like gmt earning will come out first but once that comes out then like it will give them the freedom and more time to focus on other things and then things will start coming out at the same like just one after another and i think it will build that excitement as well um gmt earning i don't i don't know i i'm just waiting that that Maybe progress so. bar we we talked about this last night right it's, yeah. it's going up 0.2 was it 0.2 0.02 and then it's going to go up by 0.00000001 until they're ready it went backwards Imagine if, like, just once it went backwards, <laughs> like, point two or something. Or if there was, like, that would be funny. Afterwards. That would be really funny. Because there are people <laughs> yeah. that are putting out the tweet every day of how much it went up. Some days it goes up big, and some days it goes up small. And there's certainly community members that think they're kind of tweaking the data in order to have it finish and hit 100 when they want. I've been very transparent in saying the day that it hits 100, I don't expect GMT earning to necessarily launch that very second. It could be that they come out and say, hey, you know, it's submitted to Apple and Google, and as soon as they approve it, it'll come out. I can tell yeah. you that as an ambassador team, we did have a recent ambassador meeting with the development team, with Jan, and uh, they, they've been working hard on this, and they did a lot more Q&A testing this time around than what they have on previous updates. And they, they've heard that feedback from the community that they want things to be spell-checked and those common spelling errors that we've seen with every update and whatever. Like, they've tested this on multiple devices and all kinds of things, and it's ready. And, uh, and, and that's I'm what I want, you yeah. know, like it, it's not about for me personally, right. It's not about the percentage. It's not about it being like equal ratios or like completely accurate. I want GMT earnings to be ready in every aspect, yeah. right? Not just the amount burned. It needs to be, it needs to make sure that things are running smoothly, right? That we're not going to get error messages that we're getting whatever amount of GMT that should be allocated. Cause I know there's going to be those like giga brains that are calculating how much they should be earning or anything like that. You know, like strategizing what time I know K10, you said that you were going to do a calendar of all the Twitter spaces. I would also like a calendar of like when people are running, <laughs> so yeah. we can find those good times as well. Ah. But, but that's what I like. I want it to be ready not just by a percentage, but like everything, every aspect of it. 100%. Crit, Crit from, has the Step and Stats app. 
It's now an open beta, so anybody can join and download that app on iOS. Yeah. He is building a form so that when GMT launches, that we can look at what's your comfort level, what time of day are you earning, how much did you get, and kind of build out an almost heat map of different places in the world and different times and when's the most efficient place to earn. That's going to be a hard thing for him to to build, but the more data as a community we can give him, the more it works. Make sure you follow Crit on social media. Join the Discord. Download the app. It's amazing. Um, should be really, really cool. We haven't gotten to K10 yet. Very fast, Shan, and then, and then I want K10. I was going to say, like, I update everything to Crit every day, but I don't think I'll be update, updating the GMT earning, just in case I find a good, sweet spot. Interesting. That, like, no one else is Strategically hide a little back. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's, like, the shady. meanest that's thing that you ever done. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I what an asshole. Who knew that I, Shan I, was I, such I, a prick? I cannot trust him. <laughs> don't trust this gentleman. What and lies... What Crit and Lies are doing is amazing. Those two guys are working their ass off in yeah. Yeah. stat because amazing. Lies Lies is the one that is doing all the coding, right? We amazing. always mention Crit, yeah. but don't forget Lies. Yeah. It's the the other side of that uh, of that project, and they're doing an amazing job. And don't trust this guy. The, those guys, <laughs> someone you cannot trust. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Not getting my GMT. Okay. Yep. Hey, Ten, what do you think? Achievements, yeah. leaderboards, GMT earnings. What do you want to see the most? And uh, and what's your prediction for when GMT <clears throat> earning launches? Uh, so leaderboards, I think, are very important, uh, especially in something as, as competitive as running. I think that that's extremely important. You know how, what a big advocate I am for SocialFi uh, within the app, so I won't reiterate that. Um, badges, I think are only meaningful with, again, with SocialFi, because, I mean, you, you can stare lovingly at your Armandi mushroom badge all day long, but if you can't brag about it or show it to anybody, then mushroom. like what, you know, it's not, it's not as fun. So, you know, get, get those, get that SocialFi platform up and running. Uh, I would also like to say uh, that if they're not going to launch GMT once the bar like reaches a hundred, or if they're going to like artificially stall out the bar in order to delay the launch until everything is functional. And that was a stupid idea. Uh, it's a total fail because it was supposed to hype everybody up for this, this moment. And if it's not ready, don't do that. So like, don't, don't do that kind of thing. If you're not, if you're not ready, like start, like get your shit ready and then start the bar. Yeah. Don't, don't like, because it's completely pointless yeah. <laughs> because it's a hype, it's a hype mechanism, right? It's a hype tool. So, um, if they don't do it, or if GMT like randomly starts, you know, having like exponentially or, you know, logarithmically diminishing uh, um, additions to the per the percentage, you know, another just no, and, and, and whoever's running the marketing part of that really needs to hear that. Like, like just, it's better to do nothing in this regard set an unrealistic expectation Armandi, yeah. then set unrealistic expectations don't or FOMO. do something don't and then FOMO. fail yeah. right so like if you're going to do like do or do not there is no try yeah okay yeah. so wise words from a wise that wisdom creature yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yoda. that's a uh, wisdom in your words like the new shaman here and that's good feedback for the team to hear. I think it's important the team yeah. hears that that input from the community about what they receive from the team, how it's perceived, and 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 then give the input back. 
the team can adjust their communications. Um, my my predictions next week, I don't think it'll be a month from now that GMT earning comes out. My, my speculation, I have not heard this directly from the team, but my speculation is that when they started that GMT progress bar, it wasn't ready. It wasn't fully baked. It wasn't, it wasn't good. But over the, the, the time between then and now, they've QA tested it. They've got it ready. It's either already been submitted or ready to submit to Apple and Google. And I, I think that they're on pace to be ready to launch next week if, it's, if, it, if, if, if that's when it happens. I don't know that it'll launch next week. Maybe it'll be the week after. Maybe it'll be a couple weeks after. But I, I, I have confidence that the team is, is working hard on having that thing ready. And, uh, and I'm excited for it. I think the community needs it. Mm. I, think it's, I think it's really, really important, no doubt at all. Any other hot topics? Any other big things that you guys want to make sure we James, cover? Yes, sir. James, can, can I, sh I shut out this? Like for my Filipino friend, he asked me for Please. this favor. He wanted me to just uh, to say that it's been a sad event for the Filipinos because of the typhoon, right? Uh, my friend, uh, Wendell Poggi, and he just told me to address that, that that they were going to have this stepping event tomorrow at 2 p.m., but because of the typhoon, they had to cancel that. And he just told me to acknowledge the effort of the moderators, uh, the names Pot Pot, Falker, Pablo, and, of course, uh, Gilgamesh, right? So I think that's important. And Gilgamesh, just a, a great a great part of the team, right? And, and it's just a bad timing. We cannot fight against the force of nature but it's just part of the show it's part of the show yeah so armandi just real quick so they're they're having like a hurricane well they call them typhoons i think in that part of the world yeah it's like it's a big hurricane like oh and the event got canceled yeah it was going to be tomorrow but it got canceled i think bandog was gonna be there right yeah. i don't know yeah, I think yeah. So. gilgamesh and there were a lot of people there and to be fair there's another one that's down in the puerto rico area that's moving into the gulf coast of the states and gonna cut across florida and so there's there's a couple big storms in a couple part of the worlds that's wreaking havoc for a large portion of our community so uh so absolutely we uh we, we reach out to all of them and and uh anything you guys need help with let us know for sure for sure I, i've got the uh, ar goggles up on everybody if you guys have not noticed i figured this was a great time as we go around yeah. the room and close out for armandi <laughs> to be able to talk about Rainbow the stuff that he glasses, builds guys yeah for those that can't see, there's a nice little GMT coin that sits right in the, in the middle, and it's got the uh, these are stepping uh, glasses available on Snapchat and Snap Camera to go along with all the cool filters that Armandi has built on TikTok and other places. We're gonna run around the room. K10, you're up first. I know you've been doing Twitter Spaces that uh, that you host uh, every Monday. You've been bouncing around, and your co-host along with Misha for a bunch of other spaces. What can we look forward to? Where can we find your stuff over the next week or so? Okay, well, you can look forward to a big announcement, actually, uh, next week. Um, so, <laughs> uh, moving on up, and uh, yeah, going to be doing a very interesting Twitter space. So, uh, other than that, I don't understand with the glasses why my, I guess because my couch is green, like it looks like it's got fucking holes in it. Um, sorry about that. Oh, it could be, because the green screen in the there. background, that's my fault. That's the way because I got my filter set up. It's whole again. Your, your, your sofa has holes because you're poor and, and it has holes in it. You're right. Yeah, That's fighting has, words, Armandi. Yeah, I'm poor. But I <laughs> some Bitcoin. Donations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, okay, the other thing is I'm, I'm really 
seriously mulling over starting a Twitch channel uh, to talk about just in a very relaxed manner crypto. And, uh, you know, Beth has graciously said that she would assist me with this uh, in a very relaxed and casual way. And I have a couple of other girlfriends who are interested in doing this as well. So I'm thinking about that. I'm not sure. Uh, I think that there's a lot, uh, there, there's a need in the space for just relaxed, casual conversation for people who may be a little bit shy, as we spoke, you know, earlier, whether you don't speak English properly or you're afraid of looking stupid. Um, and I think that what I want to do is just create a space for people where I'm not trying to sell anything, nothing's being shilled, nothing's being, uh, you know, sold. It's just about talking and it's just about answering questions. So that's kind of, those are the two things that I'm, I'm really thinking about and, and contemplating and I'm excited for. I love that. My, my favorite quote is, there's no stupid questions. The only stupid question is the one that you are afraid to ask, without a doubt. Yeah. Talking is a therapy by itself, right? Just talking is a therapy. So 100%. the new shaman, I told you, she is the new shaman. Connecting she with other human beings is massively shaman. huge. Yeah. No doubt. Sam, what you got? What can we look forward to? Where can we find your crap? When are you going to be uh, doing 24-hour marathon? Yeah, you can find everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's mine. It's kind of accurate. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Shen Runs for Fun, uh, Instagram. I, I'm just going to be around Twitter spaces, you know, touching in and listening in and seeing what everyone's doing. Um, and yeah, kind of get ready for GMT earning because uh, I've got to start running again because I've got a GMT earner that is a runner. So yeah, that'll be Me too, me too. All runners. Uh, yeah, 20, 20 energy while, running so. GMT? Is that what's on your, uh, your roadmap? Yep. yep. Nice. You can split it up, 10 in the morning, 10 at night? Uh, 20, 20, 25. 20 total. You're going to take yeah, your, uh, your 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 partner's account and have to do 20 energy on that account too? Uh, I'll be trying to transfer <laughs> her some more shoes. Repet Sean. We're going to have Repet Sean. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Love it. I wish I had guns like that, Amanti. They're, like, they're big guns. Love I've got it, little runner's it. arms. Yep. <laughs> Look at that bicep, Beth. That was massive. Let's see that again. She's she's the monster. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's AR, Armandi. She's doing she's doing the, the AR bicep push. <laughs> Augmented reality. Beth, you're up. Executive producer for the Step Community Podcast. You book all of our guests and co-hosts each and every week. If there's anybody that wants to come on as a special guest, come on as a co-host. If there's somebody you'd like to hear from, this is the person you need to reach out to. It is a lot of work. I can promise you I could not do this without her. Where can we find your stuff and what can we look forward to over the next week? Yes, please, please, please. If you want to be on um, the community podcast, please DM me. Uh, my Twitter is bnbeth underscore Solvax, and my Instagram and TikTok is Beth Steppen Official. Um, <laughs> man, I was going to say something I forgot. Oh, this was the perfect episode. Armadi, thank you so much for being with us um, because Amazing. this was. <laughs> um, actually, yesterday was my last day of teaching. <laughs> Today, say it again. I'm sorry. Yesterday was my last day of teaching, so I am starting a new wow. chapter. Um, this, oh. I'm not really sure if I'm right. Should we applaud that? Really process it yet? Uh, oh, fuck that. No more evil I teacher. Need, I need Charmandi in my life. Like I need, I need Shayten. Charmandi, <laughs> Shayten. Yep. Absolutely. 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 You need, 
you need to let go your past to become what you want to become in the future. Sometimes you need to sacrifice and move from your comfort zone to create a new reality for you. Uh, Powerful words. Love it. Powerful words Thank indeed. You. Armandi, I have seen you everywhere, brother. You're all over TikTok. You are all over the 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 open sea and the badges and the AR and VR things you're building with the hidden files that you're gifting out. Don himself now has a cat with a sombrero. You've expanded into the world of, of Snapchat and Snap Camera. I would not be surprised to see you on Instagram filters and, and all over the place. Um, what can we look forward to? Where can we find your stuff? What's the best way to, to see what it is you're doing in the world? If you find me, it's because it was meant to be. I'm just not going to be I'm not going to give away any of my accounts. If you find me, it was meant to be. It's going to be the destiny if you do it. Uh, for all my sombrero Gs, I'm going to drop next week a new AR file on your folder for you to play around. So wait for that, for all the sombreros Gs, right? I'm going to give value to my sombrero Gs forever as long as I stay in a stepping. Building value and utility for all of his NFT holders that got in for free with just the hard work they do for the community. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much for being a sombrero geese uh, because there's two there's two kind. There's this the the regular sombrero anniversaries. They're all the same, and there's the the twenty five sombrero geese, the golden ones that I gave to the important people that I felt were important for me in Stepen. Like bad, like like all you guys were important. I've got number yes, ten. UK, you're getting your mustache mushroom special one. So mustache mushroom NFT. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, can, can we all mustache? Mustacho. <laughs> Mustacho. I love it. Too cool. For me myself, I am James Work. You can find this podcast live every Saturday. We broadcast on both Twitch and Twitter now. We are looking at the opportunity to possibly put this all on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all live. And then, of course, we always take the recording and upload it to Spotify and YouTube and Apple and Google and Amazon Music and all of your favorite podcast platforms. If there's any platform that you would like to see it on that it's not currently on, let us know. We'll put it on there each and every week. We try to bring your questions as many as we can up live on stream so that you can have them all answered right here. We love you guys. We could not do this without you. The Stefan community is what makes this all work. And if it weren't for the viewers and the, the audience members and the, the co-host and the special guests that come on each and every week, we would not be able to do this. Thank you all. If you have any feedback for us, please let us know. We appreciate you and we hope to see you again next week right here with a new theme. This week being favorite beer. Next week, who knows? I can't wait for Halloween week. Costumes? Could be. Favorite pumpkin. Would like food. Would like we'll to see. eat during the podcast. Ooh, favorite food. <laughs> favorite veggie. Favorite fruit. If you've got a theme you want to see, let us know. Yeah. Love you guys. Well, Armandi, Armandi, are you going to record yourself with your first meal? After the seven-day fast? Not going to record myself with my first meal because I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> Smart. Smart. The right? devouring a, that is going to happen. Just for me. By me. <laughs> I think they call that food porn, right? When you eat your first meal after seven days already, of not eating. I already post. <laughs> I post on Twitter. You can check it out right now, but I post on Twitter. My last year meal. And you will see it's just like many different dishes, different consistencies. Because I just want to try everything after seven days, right? And it just tastes like heaven. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you, guys.
See you all next week. Have a great bye. one. Bye. Thank you. Cheers.